I heard it was about a dude like walking in and finding his girlfriend with another dude. I smell sex and candy. I smell sex and candy here. Is candy the girl's name? I guess it's like the beginning of the song is like uh, it's about seeing a girl, but then the chorus is about seeing that girl cheat on you. I guess. Yeah, surely this is a dream. (laughs) Surely this is a dream. A nightmare. I just met you earlier today, and now you're cheating on me. (laughs) Surely this is a dream. (laughs) I met you earlier today, and you were my girlfriend. (laughs) Now I find you cheating on me? Surely this is a dream. Unless, unless this song is from the perspective of the guy she's cheating with. Like, he just met a girl. And then mm. he winds up banging her, and then her boyfriend walks in and goes, I smell sex, <laughs> candy. And then he's like, that's chill. <laughs> it's a chill song, dude. You should write that. Damn, are you an adult? <laughs> <laughs> I think we got down to it, dude. Live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Selesky. I'm Eric Glazer. And uh, yeah, we're, we keep banging out these solos. I like it. I like it too. We tried. We tried uh, valiantly for one guest, Tim Dillon, and uh, uh, yeah, I doubt. Panda. I doubt that's not going to work. I don't think that's going to happen. And I just got my fake business crew neck in the mail today. So, <laughs> so oh, dude, that would have been the perfect time. We got these lights out and everything. That's funny. But on the bright side, I know you saw today, dude. We are the official pole masters of the internet, dude. Oh yeah. Did you see the amount? My of, phone was blowing up, dude. Did you see the amount of fucking feedback we got on that? Dude, that's crazy. Like, we have, like, we have, let's see, 58 plus 62. We had, like, 130 votes on all of them. Which, by the way, uh, just to read these results, uh, Wings, Ranch versus Blue Cheese. Blue Cheese is winning right now at 52%. I didn't vote on that one. You didn't vote on that one? I don't like either of them. Uh, You don't like either of them? What Mm -hmm. What do you do on that? I don't... I don't I'm, I don't need that stuff for eating hot wings. Mm. Also, it's like dairy. I don't do dairy. True, 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 true. I forgot to provide a non-dairy option for... Uh, yeah, dude, that was very uncool of you. <laughs> I know, dude. Not very inclusive. Um, then we had uh, Nicki Minaj, which I voted for over Cardi B. I voted Nicki Minaj over Cardi. But she's losing 49 to 51%. Wow. Which is surprising. Times have changed. I think all the older people voted first because mm-hmm. Nicki was winning big in the beginning. Okay. And then Cardi B started pulling up on her. So I think our younger following kind of popped in. Yeah, they the, got out of school. They got out of Zoom class. Yeah, the <laughs> zillennials chimed in. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, booze versus weed. This is a very polarizing one for me. I'm assuming you voted for weed. Yeah, I think so. I voted for booze. Okay. So we split that. The divide. The divide. The great divide of the cast. Uh, but weed is winning 54 to 46%. Very Makes disappointed. Sense. Very disappointed in you all. Boozing is fun. I'm doing it right now. And Eric's smoking right now. So there you go. Oh, I got a beer. Oh, okay. You get you had two beers when I got here. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's smarter, cats or dogs? Dogs. 59 to 41. I thank, voted dogs. Thank God. Thank God our audience is smart enough to realize that. <laughs> exactly. If you <laughs> voted cat, you are dumber than both cats and dogs. <laughs> and for find the poll, this is my favorite. For find the poll, we had uh, 28 voted RU and 27 voted gay. Ooh. So there we go. So it, how many people didn't vote then? <laughs> uh, that means that out of the 312 people that attempted to vote, only like less than 20% actually guessed the poll. Wow. I'm assuming not many people like went back to try to revote. Yeah, you know, and then that culminated to a whopping 
zero DMs for advice. <laughs> which I thought, for sure. <laughs> for sure it was going to be the end-all, be-all. But we did pull like 20 profile visits, a couple followers. So uh, it just proves the age-old dynamic of marketing is that people like talking about themselves. And so you give them a platform to just say what they like, and they yeah. do it. That's why we started the podcast, to talk about ourselves. Exactly. And now we're giving you the opportunity <laughs> to talk about yourselves on our stories. And we yeah, got that's f- why we're doing all these solo podcasts now. <laughs> exactly. It's not because there's a pandemic and we don't want to have guests. It's because we like talking about ourselves. Yeah, we're tired of talking about other people, dude. <laughs> people are sitting on the couch. We're like, dude, who cares? <laughs> who cares, dude? <laughs> So here we are, man. No offense to any of our previous guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We care Any then. future guests, we don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just know that we will not have another guest until we officially run out of things to say about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to repeat a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> As we do. <laughs> but yeah, man, I was, uh, yeah, I was just sitting watching. I was listening to Bill Burr advice columns on YouTube, which is like one of my main things that just pops up on my YouTube recommended. I never click on them really unless it's like a really funny thumbnail. But then I was like, ooh, what if we had an advice column? Yeah. That's like my favorite thing to do is just True. like give people terrible advice. That was but, one of my favorite episodes was when uh, Nick Oldershaw was here. Yes. And like the neighbors stumbled over. Mm-hmm. And then I think Michaela came on the podcast mm-hmm. and we were just like going through her like love life a la uh, Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla yes. love line. And I think we gave like really good input into that oh yeah i think she's not dating either one of them now (laughs) which is obviously she's 22 years old obviously that was going to be like you're not going to be with either one of these guys that's the real that's the reality of the situation but uh speaking of neighbors when i walked in yesterday i walked up to the studio door and there was a note on the studio door Mm. from our from the neighbor who rents out this side who Mm -hmm. also happens to live next door as well yeah um not in the garage but in a house Mm. His name is Jimmy as well. Okay. And he left me a note that said, Jimmy, before you enter, give me a call. This is your neighbor, Jim. And he left <laughs> his phone number. And so my heart immediately started beating out of my chest. Because I'm thinking, like, what the fuck? Did, my, did I leave the kerosene heater on and just burn down? And he was like, I don't want Jimmy to have a heart attack. So yeah, just yeah. call me first so you don't open up the door and see, like, a fucking live crocodile in there. Yeah. <laughs> I put my pet cheetah in your studio room, dude. <laughs> it's in the soundproof room. You won't be able to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> you have that heater, you know, it's cold. Can't have them inside, obviously. So I called him, and it turns out he just uh, he sprayed some anti-moth chemical called ozone, which is a weird name for an... Uh, that's like ozone is such a, a bigger term. You'd think it would be used yeah. for like... Like, Honestly, that product probably kills the ozone. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why they call it. It's like, it kills moths, but mainly it kills the ozone, Yeah, which moths thrive upon. <laughs> it doesn't directly kill them. It just shatters the ozone above your garage, and the moths all die from it. But uh, so at the very, he just walked in. He's like, I just want to make sure it's not leaking over to see if the insulation was good enough. And I was like, bro, the insulation's good enough, dude. Yeah. He walked in. He's like, wow, doesn't smell like anti-moth stuff in here. I was like, sweet. And then he leaves, and then we're like about to start band rehearsal, and I get a text from him because I just called him, so now, we, now we're buds. Mm-hmm. I, he has my number. He got a text, and the first line I saw, by the way, it smells like pot in there, and that was all I saw in the preview, so I thought he was going to be like, dude, you can't be smoking pot and shit <laughs> next to my carpet <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then I opened it up all the way, and he was just like, 
It said, by the way, it smells like pot in there. I haven't smoked since I was in my 20s. Save a blunt for me. <laughs> I'll be willing to trade uh, beer or whiskey. And I was like, dude, <laughs> hell yeah, like dude. Hell yeah. That's Absolutely. Cool, yeah. That could have gone worse. It could have gone way worse. And also, of all the things you could have smelled in here, pot surprises me. Like, you smoke, Joe smokes, John smokes. I don't really smoke pot in here that much. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm surprised, like, of all the scents that he could have heard heard in here all the sense he could yeah, have I'm heard surprised he wasn't like it really smells like kerosene yeah, <laughs> could it have something to do with this <laughs> oh my god oh, i think shit. it just knocked off did i just knock it off yeah yeah whatever that's one way to turn it off i was gonna turn it off anyway <laughs> okay maybe double check to tap it off not by kicking it <laughs> i double kicked it dude it's off <laughs> it's off bro oh uh, shit but i was thinking it'd be cool to uh smoke with him i guess he'd be cool to smoke with him i don't know I, I don't know. Maybe that. maybe he just wanted me to give him a blunt, which mm. means that I now have to go buy a blunt, <laughs> buy weed, <laughs> and then look up six YouTube tutorials on how to roll a blunt. So that because right now he thinks I'm like the cool younger hip neighbor that like has a studio, and he's like, this guy definitely can hook me up. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> believe it or not, I literally just smoke Camel Crossing. <laughs> I already amazed. thought about the uh, you know. The decor. I already thought about the butt plug. I already thought about a lot of stuff in here. Yeah, he uh, the butt plug, the cowboy hat, the the deer head mounted on the wall with a sombrero on it. I do wonder if he noticed the butt plug. But at this point, if he did, now I can't get rid of it because he's like, "What'd you do with that butt plug? You brought it to your house now?" It's like, no. It's so I thought we could, you know, do another kind of blunt. If you know what I mean? Hey, not to be blunt. Not to be blunt, but I see there's two of them. Miss Moon came in here. I, t- I don't know if I told you about when Miss Moon came in here and I forgot to clear them out. Mm. And I was helping her with her unemployment <laughs> shit. So she's sitting on the couch with uh she's sitting on the couch with her laptop and uh we're like trying to log into our unemployment thing. And it's like it's like eleven AM on a Tuesday. <laughs> and I had one she- plug <laughs> just out. <laughs> the one one the one like when she first opened the door, she was standing there for a bit, but she hadn't noticed it yet. So <laughs> it I fell on her. <laughs> <laughs> off the ceiling. <laughs> the ceiling. <laughs> the audience doesn't know, but we throw butt plugs onto the ceiling, and there's just like marks from where they clean the ceiling. <laughs> it's fucking insane. And so the big black one was on the table, so I managed to grab that real quick and like toss it behind the keyboard <laughs> when she wasn't looking. Toss it stuck to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and then but the little pink one was on the desk and i didn't think about that one until she was sitting there for a while so we're talking for a while and i just casually just kind of pulled one of these (laughs) and so i had it in my hand right and then so so it's like 10 minutes she's sitting there finally she asked me for help so i walk over behind and sit next to her not realizing the bubble still had the oh my god (laughs) i still had it in my hand and so and so and so she's on the thing like trying to find the pass she's like okay where do i type in the password i swear to god i forgot it was in my hand and i use it to point out on the screen i was like you just do and i realized it was in my hand i was like oh that is the ultimate jimmy celeski move 100 percent true story <laughs> luckily i i don't know if she knows what those are so maybe i don't know what she thought it was. oh my god that's fucking amazing so for the audience like uh in our friend group in like high school we would like jt would always just like hand jimmy shit because jimmy will he's like a fidgeter 
which you know everyone is but he'll do it to like unconsciously so like jt would just like hand you something and then you just start fidgeting with it <laughs> and then like 10 minutes later you'd be like what and then put it down <laughs> so you <laughs> oh my god i love it i love that that happened <laughs> I completely forgot JT. You forgot that you grabbed it off the table and then you're just head in your hand, like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Ding, dong, ding. You're probably doing other shit before you even notice, too. You're probably like scratching your head with it. Oh, my goodness. Throwing it up, throwing it in between your hands. Yeah, dude, that happened like that happened like three weeks ago. I cannot believe I forgot to tell that story. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. That's amazing. Yeah, man. Uh, what what did we just come off the? Did you watch the Super Bowl at all? Mm-mm. Not a not a play, not a single I was, play. Uh, I was watching Bones all day, <laughs> the old show. I was about to say that show is not new. That yeah, show is no, like it's from on like, Hulu. Oh, sweet. Me and Elizabeth have been cruising through it. So you guys, did you like even six? Did you even know the Super Bowl was on, or you just didn't care? I knew it was like happening, but like then the day went by. And then by the end of the night, I was like, oh, yeah, I think the Super Bowl is tonight. I didn't even look up commercials just because I figured everything was going to be a wash this year. It anyway. really it really was. That was kind of what I was getting to. It was like, first of all, shouts out to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for winning. Nobody thought that was going to happen. <laughs> and nobody wanted that to happen. Like, I wanted it to happen because I remember saying earlier in the year, because at, at the beginning of the year, like, the Bucs were just kind of like a middle-of-the-road-seeming team. They weren't like mm-hmm. this amazing team. And then somehow – you get to the end of the season, they're like thirteen and three, and you're like, the Bucks are thirteen and three, and then they just cruise through the playoffs, yeah, un- like just cruise through. And I remember thinking, wouldn't it be hilarious if Tom Brady won another Super Bowl? Because <laughs> everyone hates on Tom Brady because he's so good. He's already got six. He already had he already had with six Super Bowls as many Super Bowls as any team in the history of the NFL has had as an entire team throughout their entire history. So he goes and so everyone's sitting there like and Patrick Mahomes is the new up and comer like the new face of the NFL kind of he's in every mm-hmm. insurance commercial that's really how you gauge who's the face of the NFL <laughs> who has more all state commercials and uh, it's Patrick Mahomes by a mile and uh, I mean they destroyed him it was like thirty one to nine it was embarrassing like Man. I don't even think they scored a touchdown unless they did and they missed an extra point but like either way it was just and then I remember thinking okay. What would be even more hilarious is at 43 years old, Tom Brady wins his seventh Super Bowl, and then he just still doesn't retire. <laughs> and they ask him, they're like, are you going to retire? He's like, no. 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 It's like, obviously, this still works. <laughs> yeah, like, clearly, I'm the best. Yeah, holy shit. It's unreal, Damn, good dude. for him, dude. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And there's just, like, videos of him. Like, it was all over Barstool, like, him just, like blacked out of his mind just chilling you never see tom Brady. yeah i saw run. like him throw the super bowl from one yacht to another <laughs> and like it was a good throw <laughs> i wonder yeah exactly he's got a magic arm dude i wonder if that was the only trophy you you imagine do they make a different super bowl trophy for like every player on the team um there's no way he I just threw the only super Bowl. I wonder, trophy. I wonder if it's like a class ring where like you have to like graduate or like you know win the super bowl to get one yeah but you have to pay for it yourself <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'm sure so that's how some awards are like i think um i forget if it was like the grammys or something but like you had to buy your award are you serious i think so yeah that's ridiculous yeah i guess i know that everybody i know everybody gets a super bowl ring including just people that work in like the staff like uh peter that went to our high school he mm-hmm. was like a he did something or other like marketing for the Capitals. And when they won the Stanley Cup, he had a, 
a Stanley Cup ring. Oh, shit. Like, everyone gets one. That's fucking awesome. So, like, I'm assuming, I don't know if the concession stand people get a Super Bowl ring, (laughs) but that would be awesome. That'd be dope. (laughs) You'd have more money, like, you would make more money from your team winning the Super Bowl than you've made all, all season running the hot dog stand. So yeah, that'd be unbelievable. Yeah, but I, I, if, if, if that was legitimately the only Super Bowl trophy, and Tom Brady just tossed it off one boat to Gronk on the other boat, that makes it even cooler. Yeah, like that could have easily just sunk to the bottom. Be like Tom, what the fuck? And he's like, dude, I'm the goat, bro. I'll buy a whole scuba diving yeah. team to go get it. <laughs> exactly. I don't care. What should be worth it? I'm imagining those things oh, are James worth- Cameron go to the bottom of the ocean here <laughs> and make a movie out of it. Yeah, a whole movie, dude. We'll have fucking who's the new Leonardo DiCaprio now? Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, probably Timothy Chalamet. I only know that because every girl I've ever talked to is more in love with Timothy Chalamet than me, which is a problem. I still honestly don't even, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. I know the name, and if I saw him, I'd probably recognize him, but I don't know who he is. He he just looks like, I mean, from what I've seen, and, and this is my jealous older guy perspective, <laughs> which means it's the right perspective. I mean, how young is he? I think he's like 21 21 22 23 i don't know he's he's younger than us is what's important here yeah and he he has like i mean i guess he's a good actor i don't know if if girls weren't so obsessed with him i would like him but i'm sure i would have felt the same way in like the 90s when everybody was all about leonardo dicaprio you know like when he was in titanic but he was a true heartthrob i feel like like when you see leonardo dicaprio in those older movies he was like hot you know like titanic leo is hot you know? And then he also like mixes it up with other shit too. Yeah, and he's a he's a phenomenal actor. And every movie he's been in that I've ever seen is a good movie. I just watched Catch Me If You Can recently. You ever seen that? I think so. That was like the was that the airplane one or the fraud one? Both. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was yeah. Like if you're if by fraud one you meant like the Wolf of Wall Street because that's a fraud one too where he plays. Yeah, that's a fraud one too, Jordan. But this is like this is like fraud in the sky. Yeah, he fraudulates. A bunch of shit. He does a bunch of shit. But I remember watching that when it first came out. I rented it from Blockbuster when I was staying over my my mom's house. And uh, there are certain... I remember that was like like a movie where I... I, Like clearly it was like a rated R movie because there's like a ton of sex in it and stuff. (laughs) And like I remember like this certain scene when he like talks to the stewardess and then the next scene cuts to him banging the stewardess. And I was like 10 years old. I was like, yo, that is what it's going to be like, dude. I can't wait. Yeah. (laughs) Every day is... That's what's going to happen. Yeah, dude. You just talk to a girl and then flash cut banging a girl yeah and, I was like, this and is then a- you spend all of middle school wondering what the- is in that flash cut <laughs> how do i get from point a to point b <laughs> it's like oh that flash cut was 10 years of puberty who would have they made it seem so easy in the movies <laughs> we had to drink to that one i know <laughs> we had to drink to that one bro <laughs> so now I, now i have a bunch of stuff like compiled i was like I have a bunch of stuff compiled for our polls, and then I have a bunch of... I did such a poor job of uh, taking notes this week, like, not because I didn't take a lot of notes, because mm-hmm. I named them so vaguely. Like, all of my, like, I have one that's snow... Do you know what snowbirding is? Snowbirding? Snowbirding. Not boarding. Snowbirding, birding. yeah. Snow, do you know what that is? No. I learned uh, at the horse the other day, some guy came up that I know. Actually, you know him too, Akbar. He was he was in he used to live in um Alex's building. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And uh I asked about Dustin the drummer, who's like a you know, a guy that I played with and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh, where is he? And he was like, Oh, he's snowbirding. And I knew like I was like, What does that mean? 
And then he, I was like, snowboarding? He's like, no, he's snowboarding. And he like didn't explain it because it couldn't register in his mind that I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And everyone around me was like, yeah, he's snowboarding. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, you're saying snow, you're saying snowboarding, like snowbird. And they're like, yeah, dude. And I was like, and then finally they're like, and then some other guy chimes in. He's like, it means like when it's cold where you're at, you go somewhere that's hot until it gets warm again. So you like take a vacation oh. until it gets warm again, you come back. And I was like, that to me is a dead giveaway of like someone who didn't grow up with money. Yeah. Like that because the term snowboarding means that you have enough money that when it gets cold in Maryland, you just say, fuck it, I'm going to Florida for six months. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, then just you... like leave my place in Maryland and still pay for all the shit there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they're saying it to me like I should know. It's like, dude, that never even crossed my mind. I yeah, barely... Fuck? I, for a second, I was about to be like, wait, do you mean like he was making like a snow angel with his dick? Like snowbirding? <laughs> that would be a... You run into somebody you haven't seen in a while and you ask where his friend's at. He's like, he's... He's making a snow angel with his dick currently as we speak. I know for a fact. <laughs> That's like I thought he was like around the corner when you first started the story. <laughs> like, no, he's in fucking Florida. Weird. Snowboarding. Huh. So... That's and, and also, coincidentally, snowboarding is another thing that you have to grow up with money to yeah, know about. Sure. You know, I remember going with, like, Henry's family when I was in middle school, and they were like... He was like, yeah, we're going to go ski Liberty and do this stuff. And I was like, I have never gone tubing? Yeah. Like, you go, and you go... It's like... Which is why I guess I never really learned to really enjoy it that much. Like, are you big? You don't really... Do you like that stuff? Um, I went, like, once with, like, the Boy Scouts. Mm. but And I tried to do snowboarding, but I sucked at it. Yeah. I kept falling, and it, like, really hurt to, like, fall on, like, the... Because, like, the hills were, like, compacted down a lot and mm-hmm. kind of icy. Yeah. So, like, even on, like, the small slope to, like, practice and train on, I was eating shit. So then I was like, fuck it, I'm getting skis. And then I skied fine. You skied fine? Mm. I think I tried skis. I can't remember. I think I, I think the most recent time I went was like six, probably five, six years ago mm. with like a couple people from the Cheesecake Factory when I was working there. And we went up to some, I don't think it was Ski Liberty, but it was like some snow top or it might have been round top. It was up. Mm-hmm. It was like up north, obviously, but I, I forgot where it was. And uh, I just opted for the snowboard because I was like, well. I feel like snowboarding's cooler than yeah. Snowboards are for guys. <laughs> skis are for girls. Exactly. I was like, Ricky, <laughs> you take the skis. Let me handle the snowboarding. Yeah. Snowboarding. Snowboarding. <laughs> let me handle that. And uh, all my only memories of those are just there's a bunch of pictures of me on Facebook looking like a toy soldier, just color, <laughs> like, with like the big platform under my feet, but I'm like laying on my back, <laughs> sliding down a hill, <laughs> and I'm like thinking to myself the whole time I'm doing it, like. It's amazing to me that this... I don't think you're supposed to do it like this. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should have gone to the class. (laughs) I get it. The board is just to balance me out while I'm sliding down on my ass. (laughs) It's to shave the path smooth so it doesn't ruin my clothing. (laughs) This is how you break, very expensive clothing. (laughs) And I'm fucking falling all over the place. And the whole time it's going through my mind, I'm like, how is this, like, not legal. I understand it's legal. But it seems like such a dangerous thing. Like, you're going down a mountain, and there's, like, trees and shit, and there's, like, a clear path. But, like, if you don't know what you're doing, it's very easy to go off that path into, like, a big, like, bunch of woods. Yeah. Well, anyone doing that has health insurance. Yeah. (laughs) They have, like, they know that if anything happens, they'll be fine. (laughs) Jesus Christ. It it was like, I've never done it again. I, I thoroughly didn't enjoy it. Like, thoroughly. 
I'll, next time, you know, if anybody ever invites me to another one of those things, I'll just show in the lodge, I yeah, guess. Yeah, just hang out in the cabin. Yeah. Make some s'mores all day long. It's it's one of those things you learn as you get older. Like we were saying before, when you get older and you start to like songs like Sex and Candy, you start to learn very important things like stay in your lane. Just stay in your lane, dude. I'm too old to be getting good at stuff I don't care about. I'm not too old to get good at stuff I do care about. Mm-hmm. But like when you're a kid and you 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 try to get good at like anything, you're like, I, I'm going to be a good skateboarder. I'm going to be a good basketball player, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, I don't care about skateboarding. So why would I get good at it? I, don't, I totally don't care about snowboarding. Yeah. So if somebody invites me to a snowboarding trip, it's like, why would I do this? Yeah, and also it's like something that you do, even if you do it like once a year, at like least or whatever, mm-hmm. that's not like worth the time and investment to get good at it, mm-hmm. to like not hurt yourself once a year. Yeah. Uh, and it's just those kind of things like... I've definitely talked about it before, but I don't like not being in control of my own destiny. And that is the perfect example of when you get on a slope and it's just you versus gravity and I am completely not in control. <laughs> like anything could happen. I mean, if you're on skis, it's pretty easy to stop. Sonny Bono from Sonny and Sheer died in a skiing accident, bro. Did you know that? Yeah, but... And he was a good skier, I think. I don't know. Apparently not that good. But <laughs> yeah, was, but how many other people died in skiing accidents I since, mean, like, the 80s? He was probably the most famous one, so that's the only one we hear about. But I would be willing to bet that at least a couple people a year die in skiing accidents. Hmm. It's a law of numbers, dude. I wonder... We probably can't even find this data, but I wonder if more people have died at golf courses than on ski slopes. How would you die at a, a golf year? course? I don't know. I was just thinking of another rich activity. <laughs> Probably the only way you die at a golf course is heart like... Heart attack, maybe. Heart attack, because it's a bunch of old people. Yeah. I'm not a bunch. Like, there's younger guys that do it, but they, like, wish they were old. Every yeah. young guy who goes golfing wishes he was old. Like, they dress old. Yeah, they, they're doing it with old people. They have old friends. They talk about old shit, like stocks and stuff. Yeah. And I just go golf, and I'm like, not only do I not know what you're talking about, <coughs> I don't know what you're fucking doing. Yeah, and I suck at this too. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, it's like a power dynamic, you know. Like if you put me in a room with people that are really good at something, and I suck at it, I instantly lose all my mojo. Yeah, you know, which made me learn a lot about myself in life, I guess. Which isn't a great lesson to learn about yourself, but a lot of like the way I've operated is being like, okay, we're doing something that I'm that I feel like I can handle myself in. And so therefore I have confidence, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like we were talking about when I went on that hunting trip and it's like when I'm in a room with a bunch of guys who are like wilderness guys, yeah. I just instantly feel like a bitch or like when I was, when I did that laugh finder podcast with them and they're all talking about like, like goblins and shit or not even goblins, like space aliens and stuff. I was like, I can't even begin to, I don't even know what to do. Like what, I don't even know how, you want me to be an alien right now? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, can I just, can we just talk about how dumb this is? Can we just talk about that? Because I can definitely do that. I can absolutely do that. But doing it, I can't handle that. That's too much. Yeah, you got to go in committed. Mm -hmm. I only wound up saying like two words in that whole podcast anyway. (laughs) But. Did you even like play at all? The thing is with that podcast, 
I mean, they're very successful. And uh, I know a lot of the guys like Dorian and um, Eric and uh, obviously Ben Ho- Hancock produces it. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's, I think um, there's just too many people on the podcast. Not too many people when they're alone, but but still, it's like seven dudes. Yeah. It's seven comedians. Mm-hmm. So it's like even sometimes three comedians is too much because everyone is trying to be like yeah. the guy, you know? Yeah. I mean, like when we had like five people on here that one time, like including yeah. us. Mm-hmm. That was crazy because yeah. it was just like, oh yeah, everyone's riffing right now. Yeah, everyone wants to make everyone laugh. Exactly, and we're not really. Yeah, I know it's, what you're talking about. It's like you know, and it works for them, obviously. And I've I've listened to some of stuff and I enjoy it, but uh, and I like all the guys, but like that format for me, where you kind of have to like edge yourself in to get a word in. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not gonna interject right now knowing full well that anything... I didn't even know how to play the game. <laughs> like, I didn't grow up doing that stuff, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't learn how to play Dungeons and Dragons or anything like that. Yeah, I did you know? Um, I did that early on, and I kind of had the same experience. Like, that was my first time playing that game. And then also, like, yeah, it was kind of the same situation. Yeah. It definitely... Uh, but, but I like all those guys. Yeah, I like. I, hey, I bought Tommy Simbazo a blowjob machine, <laughs> and by that I mean I bought myself one. Realized I didn't like it and was like, "Hey, all yours. <laughs> it's all yours, dude." <laughs> I kept the little sleeve inside though. I felt that was right. Yeah. But then I got rid of that because I was too nervous about somebody finding it, <laughs> and it wasn't worth it, dude. It's like it just wasn't worth it. And you know, one thing led to another, and I was using it to gesture to <laughs> my friend's mom's computer. It's like <laughs> that's one of the things. Like, I like um, I have a friend, and actually, my brother does this too, which is uh, <laughs> is your brother the friend? <laughs> <laughs> and then you just decided to call him out. <laughs> I have a friend, but also he's my brother, and. <laughs> Dominic Seleski. And he, I just noticed that on his bed, he has like the uh, the straps that you tie someone up when you fuck them. Oh my God. And that's because our other friend does that and he like rants and raves about it or whatever. Oh my God. And like, I feel like that's one of those things where I would do it, but there's something about just leaving it out. Having the stuff even. Not even leaving it out. It's like, if, okay, if I were a girl, right? Yeah. If I were a girl. Do you think, like, use it once and then just burn it? <laughs> well, it's like, I wouldn't buy the equipment, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, I think there's a certain... You lease it? <laughs> I don't lease it. <laughs> you think they do rentals at sex yeah. jobs? <laughs> yeah, you can go to the sex library. <laughs> <laughs> That's a library car I can get behind. Except not really. Um... But yeah, he has this stuff on his bed, and it's fine. He's in like he's he has a girlfriend, so like obviously like you know not to put him out there like that. But I don't fucking care. Like Tom yeah. doesn't fucking care. You know, <laughs> it's it's cool. I mean, if anything, like that's kind of cool. It depends on how you look at it. <laughs> if anything, it's the coolest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Every time I walk by his room on the way to the bathroom, I'm like, damn, that's cool. Damn, and then I'm I look, trying to give him a high five right now. <laughs> and then I look at my bed with no contraptions, dude. No contraptions on my bed, dude. Girl comes over to my house. I'm like, we're just going to have plain old meat and potatoes sex and hope we're good at it, you know? My brother's got, like, that thing, which I he, he, he only got it while he was in that relationship. And it's definitely because our other friend was talking about it because he, like, does that religiously like that's his favorite thing to do oh he'll just God. bring girls back tie him up and they girls some girls like it some girls are into it oh, some yeah. girls just I mean, like whatever the, it's like the 50 shades of gray shit right yes yes which is another thing that i got in discussion with uh 
with this girl I was talking to because I was talking about basically when you come back to a guy's place, like as a girl, you come back to a guy's place and he has all that stuff. I would imagine one of the first thoughts that goes to their mind is like, oh, this guy like really fucks. Like I'm dealing with a guy who or like, fucks a oh, lot of chicks. I'm scared now. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I would yeah. imagine being scared. It depends on what kind of girl you are, dude. Yeah. If you don't give them the heads up. Yeah. And then they come back and see all that shit. Like ugh. I was embarrassed to pull out like. I have like a little thing of lube in my in my thing, and I was embarrassed to even pull that out because I was like, "You now know that you're not the first girl I've ever had sex with." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like when you pull out stuff like that, it basically is subtly saying like, "I know what I'm doing," yeah. but it's like you don't. You kind of want to like know what you're doing without saying you know what you're doing with sex because you know it's just weird. Yeah, I think you know. If I walked into a girl's house and she had like a whole bunch of shit like that, I'd be like, oh my God, like who am I stacking up against right now? You know, like it's a lot. How many of these do I got to (laughs) use? But it's also the other thing is I, I feel like there's a certain element of having to seem natural. Everything to me has to seem natural. Mm -hmm. So if I was having sex with a girl and then I was like, I'm going to take my fucking shirt in the heat of the moment, wrap you up in it, tie it to the bed or something like that, in the heat of the moment. Mm -hmm. That would be cool, I feel like. Yeah. Do you not agree that would be cool? Yeah, or like (laughs) a belt buckle or something. Something like practical, not something that you're like, I need sex grade bondage straps Yes. that interlock and connect to my bed. Sex grade. Sex grade. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like food grade, sex grade. (laughs) And there's like a little... Like how rough are you getting? And you have to like base like this is titanium steel. How fucking crazy? Who are you fucking? Thanos, (laughs) fucking Thanos tonight. I cannot have her break out of this. But it's like it's almost like when you get manufactured sex memorabilia, it is very akin to me of when people have like cards against humanity. It's almost like you're trying to force a moment. You know what Mm. I mean? Like it's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, kind of. It's it's um yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's like too weird. It's not weird. But yeah, I'm kind of I guess in the mindset of like more practical things instead of like getting a it's like getting a specialty kitchen tool. Mhm. It's like if mm-hmm. you got a fucking like zucchini shredder. Yes. A, uh, how yes. how how much are you really going to use that? Or should you get a food processor? That can do that, but also can do a whole bunch of other shit. Multi-purpose. Yeah. You get, you know, that's what a belt is. A mm-hmm. belt can tie someone up, but you can also use it to hold up your pants. Yeah. In the same way. It's just like, I mean, I guess... And then if someone's walking past their your room and they see a belt, they're not going to be like, ooh. <laughs> What's he up be like, to? oh yeah, that's for his pants. That's for, or maybe it's not. You yeah. know, it's like... It's the least, mystery. Exactly. A little mystery. It's just... Yeah. It, you know, and not to... Um, I don't want to be harsh on anybody because, like, again, like, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. And, like, you know... Yeah, but in me and Jimmy's sex dungeons, we have... Where instead of a wall of all the weird paddles... Not weird, but just, you know, <laughs> weird shaped paddles and mm-hmm. tubes and, belt like, straps and all that shit, mm-hmm. we just have, you know, belts and... <laughs> 
belts. Twisty ties. Not like sexy belts, like yeah, old sexy belts, belts that we've used too much. Yeah. They're like frayed. Shoestrings. Like, yeah, shoestrings <laughs> from our old shoes that we're like, should we tie someone with this? Yeah, we haven't cleaned them. Yeah, would they even hold them? They they didn't hold my shoes together. Will they hold a person down? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. It, it really is to each his own. My, my main thing, if I'm going to, if I'm going to, propose my opinion about this if you're a person who's into that stuff i'm sounding like a high school football coach right now <laughs> but if you're a person who's in this be safe be safe wear protection <laughs> and learn the fundamentals mm. learn the fundamentals because i think there's a lot of, of stuff in this generation going on with the ass eating and stuff like that where people are doing freaky shit before they learn how to just do it you like have yeah. sex so it's like you're almost compensating for your lack of fundamentals with all the extras. It's like when a guy learns to play guitar or he gets a guitar and then he buys like all the best equipment. He has like the best pedal, the best amplifier. And it's like, dude, you can't even play like three chords. Yeah. You know, learn how to play chords and then get all the extra shit. You have to earn the nice shit. Mm -hmm. There is a time in your life when you belong sitting with a $100 guitar. And then there's a time when you graduate to the $1,200 guitar, the $3,000 guitar, the amps, the pedals and stuff like that. You don't just jump to the nicest shit. Because then you're a poser. <laughs> you're a poser. So Ooh, you calling out these guys' sex posers? I'm saying that that if you can't just have good old-fashioned meat and potatoes sex, <laughs> meat and potatoes sex, then you have no business with, with cufflinks on your bed frame. Amen. No business. <laughs> but if I, if I walk... Cufflinks <laughs> on your bed frame. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the fuck it may be. Whatever it may be. That's, Hell yeah. that's my only judgment. Just make sure if you, if you take that next step, make sure you got your, your, your uh, chickens in a row. Is yeah. that it? Chickens I think so, yeah. Chickens in a row. Yeah. I'm try I was trying to like imagine... I guess you need like a big bed frame to do that kind of shit. Probably just a queen would do. But like... I just have, like, I have a bed frame, but it doesn't have fucking big wooden posts and shit. Like, it doesn't have... You don't have a headboard? No. You need a headboard, dude. I need a headboard? Why? I only have a headboard because my parents gave me their bed when I moved to my new apartment. Mm -hmm. They broke it in for you? Broke, that was the bed I was conceived in. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Not yeah. a day goes by. Where, I'm, <laughs> where I can't sleep because of it. <laughs> <laughs> Just that rickety headboard. I'm like, it sounds so familiar. <laughs> It's oddly soothing. Dude, I'm not, I wouldn't have a headboard if it was up to me. Yeah, of course. A headboard is like, that's a next level thing. I think I had, when I was a kid, I had a headboard, but it was like a multi-purpose headboard. It was also like shelving. Mm -hmm. So I had one of those beds that was like, it had drawers underneath of it and like storage. And then the headboard was like shelving. So it was like for like a small room, you know? Okay, multi-purpose. Is, mm -hmm. is your bed, I can't remember, is your bed in the center of it or against a corner? It's in the center of the room. Okay. Because that's an adult thing. Yeah. That I was, that's like definitely, there is a point in your life where you start out, every kid's bed is in a corner. For sure. And then once you get to a certain point in life, you put your bed to the center of the room. And I don't know what that is, but it's, it's definitely like a thing. When girls start coming over. Girls start coming over. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to sleep. But honestly, for the longest time, I was still rocking my twin bed from my childhood and girls would come over and it was in a corner against the wall. And for, like, sleeping on a twin bed purposes... Oh, that's the best for a twin bed. Yeah. Because then you don't fall off. You're going to fall off. Exactly. Yeah. And I can't... I can't... I think when I get older, I'll probably, at a certain point in my life, just do the old beaver cleaver, two separate beds. Because I don't know mm. if I'm ever going to be able to just sleep next to someone for the rest of my life. Because it's just... I, I, I huh. can't do it. 
mean, I can do it, but I never feel like I get that good of a sleep. Like whenever I sleep next to somebody, I always wake up and I'm like, really wish you weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cold. You uh, took the blanket in the yeah, middle of the night. Or I could just get two covers. That, that I could just really get thing. two covers. Yeah. I have two covers. Two covers are good. Two yeah, covers are nice. good. I have three covers. Yeah. My covers barely cover the bed. They're <laughs> calling them covers is a stretch. They're, yeah, they're hovers. <laughs> they're hovers. <laughs> like whenever I make my bed, I have to like NASA space technology line it up so both sides overlap <laughs> over the edge. And I'm like, this is perfect. <laughs> There's like no overhang. And once you get in it, it's fucking ruined. <laughs> and then your feet stick out the bottom. <laughs> do you make your bed? No. Uh, I do sometimes, but most of the time, no. There is a direct correlation between where I am at in my head, like how like like secure I feel in life at that moment, mm-hmm. and whether or not my bed's made. Like if you come over oh. my house and my bed isn't made, that means like I'm having an off week. Okay. Because if I'm having a good week, I do make it, mm-hmm. you know? But there's a certain point when like, like for the past week, I haven't been making my bed. And that's because my laundry is piling up. And it just gets... I, I, I'm very... They call it in in dieting fuck it mode. Mm. And fuck it mode is like um let's say you're on a strict diet and then you are hanging out with your friends and they're like, yo, let's order a pizza. And you're like thinking like, ah shit, I wish we all decided on sushi, but okay, let's get a pizza. And then you have like a slice of pizza, and then there's a certain point where you just go, fuck it. And then you eat like six slices of pizza. Cause like yeah. the damage is done. Like, mm-hmm. even though that's a stupid way of thinking, because it's like, there's clearly a big difference between six slices of pizza and one and one. Yeah. But in my mind, it's like all or nothing. Like, if I can go easily for two weeks at a time, strict regimen. But the yeah. second well, it's I, like when you crack the beer before the podcast and you're like, oh, fuck it. I'm fuck it. Gonna, fuck it. I'm drinking Evan Williams sh- neat. straight whiskey out of a Dixie cup now. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> And that's me in every aspect of life, dude. Like, I get to a point in my organization at the house where, like, for three weeks, I'll have every dish in the dishwasher immediately, nothing in the sink, laundry folded away, bed made. Yeah. You're literally describing me right now, too. (laughs) And then the second a hoodie, like, touches the floor... And like, doesn't get perfect. picked up. Now I can just make a mess of just everything. Fuck it. I forget where my hamper is. <laughs> Throw dishes into the sink. Don't even care, dude. Don't yeah. even care. And then I have to go back and just recalibrate everything. And then I maintain those ways. I, I think that's most people, though, honestly. Yeah, that's definitely me to like a T. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, a, you know, exactly with waking up early and stuff. Like, I'll go through weeks where I wake up early. And then the second I wake up, like, past 10, I'm like, Dude, like if I if I if I open my eyes and it's like eleven, then I'm like, what's the difference between eleven and one? Who cares? Yeah, it's just one blink. <laughs> yeah, I already wasted it. <laughs> it's only one blink. You know how little energy that, that exactly. is? Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll hit snooze sixty-five times and it'll be one PM. And I'll be no more rested. Yeah. That it much more worse. <laughs> be worse rested. And then you'll be sad that you wasted like three hours. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. You get to your day and you're like, well, I'm not going to waste my day now cleaning things. <laughs> Let me just repeat this I cycle. I only have so much time. Until I get fed up about how dirty this place is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. You only have so much time in the day. Luckily, I did manage to get up on a decent time today. So that was that was good. Mm-hmm. But this week has been like a loss. Like I can't believe how fast this week has gone by this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I don't think the snow helped. The snow always like puts a pause on everything in yeah. life. I mm-hmm. feel like 
The snow, I feel like it's really been like putting on this year. Like I don't remember it snowing this it's month. It's like literally been just this month. It's yeah. kind of crazy. January's For, month of snow. February well, too. Yeah, January we had like one. Mm-hmm. And hey, shout out your mom, dude. I've been yeah. using that <laughs> the snow brush you gave me. Dude, hell yeah, dude. You needed it. I needed it for I sure. Saw you, I, was I like, used it today. You might have gotten away with it the past two years because you got lucky. <laughs> I really did. Yeah, but this year you're going to fucking need it. By the way, shouts out. We were talking about Zooming and stuff. I was over someone's house and their roommate was a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I overheard her doing a Zoom class and I was like, wow. First of all, the first thing that always pops in my mind is like the amazing level of patience teachers have. That like, and also... To bring it to like a, a, a gender thing, it's like the amazing level of patience that especially women have and the ability to like know what someone needs, know how to communicate to them. Because like whenever I talk to kids, I just talk to them like they're me. Yeah. Like, and then I just see, you know, how well they can play. And most kids like can, you know, in a way, like they kind of. Kids like being talked to like they're adults. Yeah, because they want to they feel like one of the guys, you yeah. know? So that's the way I talk to them. But then there's a lot of like things I miss doing that where like, oh, shit. Like, I realize I don't know how to build a sandcastle <laughs> oh, either. fuck. I just said shit in front of this kid. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Why'd you say shit? Because I just realized I don't know how to fucking talk to you, kid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it is. It's such, it's such a skill. I was really, I was just kind of listening creepily down the stairs to her like leading this class and just like okay so do you remember how to do this she's like doing like a one-on-one with some little girl and i was like mm-hmm. that's cool that's cool i could not do that yeah i'd be like dude we just went over this bro i just <laughs> told you what i this told mean. you to record the call just watch the video <laughs> <laughs> i would be a, a prick a prick about it you know yeah it's it's hard not stickler. to dude but that's why i was wondering i was like are there any guy kindergarten teachers because I don't, I've never seen one in my life. The lowest grade I've ever seen a man teaching was third. Because we same. had, yeah, I well, had. What's up? We didn't go to the same elementary school, mm-hmm. but that was the case for Rogers Forge yeah. too. Mm-hmm. It was a social studies teacher. How about you? I, I feel like see. that made sense though, because we started talking about like World War One and like uh, the Civil War and shit. Yeah, you need a guy to bring in the like. Because that's something guys are into. Exactly. Wars. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that was kind of the trend for most of my education, where it was like guys usually taught kind of like history-related shit. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it was like half and half for English. Yep. Maybe mm-hmm. 75, 25 women to men for math. I was thinking there's more male math teachers in my experience. Mm-hmm. Cause Maybe I think, that's why I'm dumb. Because <laughs> you got taught by women? <laughs> why does Eric do math so femininely? Dude? What the hell? <laughs> Daintily does his math. You just said he doesn't like the tone of this, <laughs> this multiplication problem? I don't understand where he's getting at with this. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm actually kind of good at math. I know it equals four, but I just didn't like the way you, you said it. <laughs> it's like, oh, dude. Oh, no. Um, science was definitely... Yeah, math is a big one. I feel like I definitely had a lot of math. Te- and also, notoriously, some of my favorite teachers were math teachers. Hmm. Like, some of my... And, and science teachers. Sci- I've never had a close relationship with an English teacher. No, never. Because yeah. I feel like English is like... First of all, that's how you know you're like getting to the higher levels, because when you're younger, they call English reading. Yeah. And so when you're... <laughs> yeah, they just call it reading. And it's like, 
the fact that we ever thought we were mature, like in middle school, and it's like, dude, you're in a class called reading. Yeah. You're in a class called reading. <laughs> and then like, you're not grown, son. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there is literally writing class, probably. Writing. Well, writing is a little, like, writing is like, because then they, then they kind of ease you in they're like, language arts. And you're like, ooh, language arts. Like a painter. <laughs> I'm creating art with my language. Just learn how to read. <laughs> now it's time to show the world my art <laughs> by writing some stupid-ass haiku or something. And then once you graduate to high school, they call it English. And you're like, all right, now we're just, now they're just like, all right, you huh. learned to read. You've learned language arts. And now... Now We're it's starting just... <laughs> back with square one. Yeah. Now, back know... to the basics. We got to go like this, like a gym teacher. Yeah. Fundamentals, Fundamentals, baby. English. <laughs> now that you know how to read and write, it's now time to learn the language. Yeah. It's, time... <laughs> it's important now that you learn English. Well, I'm pretty sure English is the first fucking thing I learned, dude. But uh, what's the other thing? Then it goes, then, um... Yeah, you just have English every year. Yeah, English is forever. You take English until like... I mean, you take last it through grade. college, too. Yeah, whatever grade last you in. Grade. <laughs> last grade. First grade, last grade. Final grade. <laughs> Final grade. English. And then you got to go on to the secret, the secret grade afterwards. <laughs> secret grade. The final stage. Yeah, which is, which is life, dude. Exactly. And uh, people major in English, dude, which is like... Come on, dude. I, I just, <laughs> what, are you like... going to teach a writing class? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to teach language arts, dude? <laughs> I, I think the reason why I never... Uh, really i think there's obviously certain types of people gravitate to certain fields and i think math and science are much more like hardline things like physics isn't subjective there's no like what do you think is going to happen when we throw the ball at four meters per second at a 50 percent incline it's like no this is what's going to happen there's no reading into it there's no like what do you think bobby is is five times eight it's like, no, it's 40, dude. And if you get a different answer, you're just wrong. There's no, like, you can't write me a thesis about why it's 42. You can't do any of that. And so the type of people that gravitate towards those types of things, I feel like I've always just vibed with more. And I know for a fact that obviously there was a lot of people who had very, like, good relationships with their English teachers and stuff because they're more abstract in the way they think and, like... But so much of that shit is, is like, silly to me. Like, when you sit down and you're, like, analyzing, like, what do you think the the river in, in the, when, uh, I can't even think of a book right now. <laughs> I can't even think of a book. I'm blanking on literature right now. What's uh, the one with the monster? Uh, the one with the monster. Yeah. Uh, it's a book? Yeah. Probably, like, 12th grade English. 12th grade English. I'm trying to do something recent. Huckleberry Finn was the one I was trying to think exactly. of. Exactly. <laughs> that was the one I was thinking of, too. Was that a monster in there? Um, well, you know, they tried faking their deaths. That's pretty monstrous. They're dude. monsters. <laughs> They're monsters. They're monsters. And what they called Jim? Monsters. 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 But, like, you know, you get to the, a certain point where it's like, no. As a Jim, I really didn't appreciate yeah. them calling yeah, them Yeah, you call my people that, dude. Come on, bro. Come on. But, uh... Yeah, it's like, and then you have to write like a, a thesis about this thing. And it's like, dude, I'm like, you're making me think about this thing that I like. Can I just write to you that I don't think this is a thing? 
Yeah, or I don't like thinking about stuff like this. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like, like I'm just gonna make this up anyway. Yeah, because Can that's what you're not? doing. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you're doing. I just dude. Don't want to make all this up to try to get a good grade. Yeah, and then I would try to like every now and then I would write an English paper like that. And when when I got to college, and that was when I knew it was time to go. Mm-hmm. Like when I would write a paper, like he would give me a prompt, and I would just write about something else completely. <laughs> and I was thinking like maybe he'll like it. Maybe he'll respect the fact that I just said fuck it to this prompt. But instead, I just got zeros and shit. So I was like, all right, dude, I can't do this. I cannot write this stupid fucking thing. And that's when it's time to go. Yeah. That's when it's time to go. Yeah, I do not miss school one bit. I cannot believe. Um, that is the one thing about adulthood that I always looked forward to that totally, completely lived up to the hype. And that is many times a week, not every day. But several times a week, more days than most, I'll be driving around at like noon on a Wednesday and I'll be thinking, some unlucky bastards are in school and I am (laughs) chilling. I'm chilling, baby. And it's like, this is what I would always think about. I would be in school, like sitting there in fucking social studies and just being like, there's some guy who's like older, just chilling. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't have to do any of this, dude. dudes now? Where we are those dudes? I thought you said where are those dudes? No, now we like, are those. They're dudes. probably chilling even hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, they're looking at us like they haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> That's God. they. Oh, they think they're chilling. <laughs> you think you're chilling? <laughs> That's gotta be. I would. I would hope if if there's anything to look forward to about getting older, I would hope that retirement is that for this. Because I'll be honest, like. Uh, Zach was talking about like retiring and stuff and he's like dude I think I'm gonna retire at 45 and the first thing that went to my mind I was like what are you gonna do like what are you gonna do if you yeah. retire at 45 true the only in my the way I look at things and again spinning out a bunch of stuff that like these are all my opinions and my outlook and everybody has a different outlook but the way I look at things is like work is an opportunity like the goal of life that I can gather is you should be finding a thing that you like doing so that you don't like my, my, I hated school so much. I hated, like, I liked the social aspect and I liked the sports and I like, I liked being around people. And the thing that sucks is all the things I liked about school are no longer a thing right now. Yeah. It's like, and that is kind of a weird thing too. Cause it's like, you talk about school and I, it's a lot of adults talking about how like, Oh, you know, we can do this. We can do this with zoom and stuff. It's like, you're not putting yourself in the head of a kid who's in school. You're forgetting that there was a time, like definitely for like a month, it would have been sweet to not have to go to school. Yeah. But when I think of all the real thing, when you think of all the real things you learn in school, how much of the education that you got from school was your times tables and where to put a comma versus how to navigate social groups, mm-hmm. how to talk to girls how to like, you know, learn organization and different things and like cooperate in an environment and and things like that, that like, that's, I would argue, a much larger part of education than just the curriculum. Like, that's what I would argue. I don't know. And, And you're not getting any of that. And I feel like it's a bunch of adults that are so far removed from what school actually was that they're sitting there being like, oh, well, you know, whatever. But, uh, as far, I hated it so much that I was like, dude, if I have to spend every week for the rest of my life on Sunday night having anxiety that I have to start a week again, I don't think I can do it. I don't yeah. think I'll be able to make it. I used to get legitimate anxiety attacks every Sunday night knowing that for the next five days 
I was gonna have to go and do that shit. Yeah, for and sure. just feel like an idiot, and just like just constantly, oh, I'm gonna fuck up this week and blah blah. And I was like, I need to get to a point where I never have to do that again. You know what I'm saying? So people that like retire real young, it's like the only way I can imagine wanting to retire young is if you feel that way about work. You know? Yeah. Like if someone was like, dude, at 45, you just get to stop making music and stop doing a podcast. It's like, why? <laughs> I don't want to stop <laughs> yeah. any of that. Like, I like doing it. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is cool. This is cool. Can you drink Evan Williams out of a Dixie cup? Well, this isn't really a job. We make zero money off of this. But <laughs> <laughs> and this reverse retirement. Yeah, this is probably why. <laughs> I retired early in life in hopes that eventually... <laughs> I'll get a job. I'll get a job. It's <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful way to live. It really is, dude. It's kick it down the line, dude. Yeah, because then you're having, like, because, yeah, when you retire at, what, like, 65, I guess, is mm -hmm. maybe the normal one. Probably not even. Yeah, I'd say 60. That's when you start collecting Social Security, yeah. so maybe. But then what? You spend, like, five years with all that money you finally saved up? Maybe. You know, having what, fun, and then your body starts breaking down. Mm -hmm. It's like you're, you're, so you get to a point where you finally get the freedom and the satisfaction that you've been waiting for your whole life, and then it's just a ticking time clock to when it's over. And you're in like the lead. I mean, I guess, you know, the golden years, you know, you got to believe that life keeps getting better. You know, it's hard to see. Like, it was hard for me to imagine it like high school wasn't like when I was in high school, I'd be thinking, like, this is this, everybody tells me is the peak of our lives and then you go to college you're like oh this is the peak of your life but then every step it's like i like being 28 more than i like being any other age so far for sure you know and i feel bad if that's not the case for people but i think that should be the goal of life like i don't want to be 58 and wishing i was younger mm -hmm. i want to be 58 and be like 58 sweet like yeah i know things now that i didn't know then and it shapes your perspective it's kind of like the way like you wonder like uh my dad's friend who's also named Jim, another fellow Jim. Um, which, a lot of Jims coming up this episode. Which, by the way, did you know that James is the most common name in America? No. I believe it, though. I don't believe that. Like, how many Jimmies do you know, really, compared to, like, Mike's and, and like, and like uh, John's? Yeah. But I think it's, like, an overall name, right? Like, because I think, like, names are kind of like fads, where, like, names are, like, popular for, like, a couple years, mm -hmm. and then they, like, cycle. Yeah. I, I would say Jimmy is probably a more common name for, like, our parents' generations. I know more old guys named Jim yeah, than I true. know people our age. Like, I think we, we had, like, two other Jimmys in our high school, Jimmy Foster and Jimmy Francis. Yeah. There's probably a couple other ones, you know, somewhere, but, like... Dude, I have like 17 mics in my phone. I have so many Johns that I know. Like so many Johns. You know, I was always the only kid named Jimmy. I was the only kid named Jimmy in my entire elementary school, which is like 400 people. I know. I, I remember we had like a Nick B and a Nick H. That was a fun thing we used to do with the kids. <laughs> the, the last initial. That's another thing. It's like, I think that coincides with when you stop taking reading classes, when they stop referring to people as like, Eric B. Yeah. Eric B., what do you think? It's like, you just become Eric. I don't know why I said Eric B. Yeah, I know. Eric Blazer. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first time I, like, was in another circle with another Eric was literally in, like, comedy, mm. I think. Because you, you got to be the only Eric, dude. Like, yeah. if I'm with a group of friends, it's like, I'm Jimmy. 
Yeah. You know? Otherwise, you get some, like, that's white Jimmy. Or, like, that's, <laughs> you know, whatever Jimmy. Yeah, it's Jimmy the Greek. Yeah, it's Jimmy the Greek. It's like, no, dude, I'm Jimmy. Like, you want another friend named Jimmy? Sayonara. Sayonara. <laughs> pick, pick one, dude. Yeah, Which Jimmy I'm you making like? you choose. Yeah. Either that or I might take, like, Jimmy one. I would not settle for Jimmy two. Jimmy one. <laughs> I'm either Jimmy or Jimmy one. <laughs> There's, I, I, you know, that list, I, I'm having a hard time believing. I know that James is a common name. It's definitely in the top five. But I do not buy that it's that's number one because we were reading about it was like something. It was like, oh, Samantha. That's like, I mean, JT's name is James. Oh shit, that's true. <laughs> that's true. This is where I jump off board and just go. Well, my name's Demetrius. I don't fucking care, dude. <laughs> I don't fucking care if your name's yeah. Jimmy. Sorry about it. Yeah, I mean, your name's not even Jimmy, but you are Jimmy. I'm Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Jimmy. That's my personality. I could not because imagine. Because of how you knew how popular the name was. <laughs> <laughs> and you wanted to be popular. I want to be popular, dude. I want to be popular. <laughs> I could not imagine if people called me Demetrius. It just wouldn't fit. It would fit, like, if I, w- that, that I would imagine, like, wearing, like, a like a three-piece suit or something everywhere. Like, hair slicked back. Like, I don't know what a Demetrius. Either that or just, like, a really, like, grimy, like, kind of, like, kid yeah. from, like. what? Or, no, I'm thinking of, like. Old Demetrius. I feel like you have to be like an old, greasy, like tank top wife beater. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like hairy. Which is a look I'm starting to embrace more, dude. I really <laughs> enjoy the idea of just embracing that full wop thing. Just like the wife beater tucked into the jeans. Like, I'll rock that sometimes, dude. It's like, why not? Dude? I mean, you're almost there most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. Just the white tee. You just yeah. got to tuck it in. Just tuck it in. Just start tucking that in and then slowly bring up the sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> Gradually so no one notices. Yeah. Just every time I hang out with you, the sleeves are just less and less. <laughs> yeah. You do it so slowly that no one even notices. Yeah. And Until then I it's just, finally done. And then all of a sudden you're just like, Yo, Dimitri, what's up? And you're like, wait, why did I say that? And you're like, oh, wait, he got me. Just slowly over the course of time, shifted it over. It's like Urkel and Urkel. <laughs> Urkel. <laughs> ah, dude. That's, uh, oh, that's the other thing. I was, I was thinking about like stage names and things. Not for me, but I was just like thinking about like The weekend, for instance, which mm-hmm. brought me back to the whole Super Bowl thing, which, by the way, um, gotten a big, not argument, with Matt, but like a fun little debate. Because Matt apparently is a big weekend stand. And yeah, he's uh, pretty good. I like the weekend. But I was not I wasn't a big fan of the, the halftime show. And I wasn't a big fan of I know you didn't see it. I didn't see it. So you're just gonna have to take my word for it. I saw some of like the memes and stuff, but that was about it. The thing about first of all, as an artist, I think it's a bad move in general to do the halftime show. And this is coming from someone who's found Close to zero success in the music industry, but I still feel like when you take the opportunity to do the halftime show, it's very diff. It's like taking like ten to one odds because of it, like being good. Because every single day after the Super Bowl, everyone has an opinion. On everyone, it. yeah, everyone's yeah. shitting on. It. Like regardless, like when when Maroon Five did the the halftime show a couple years back, I thought it was fine. Like, what was yeah. wrong with that? Yeah, you know? it, wasn't, it wasn't bad, but and then pe- everyone shit on it. Everybody shit on it. It's like, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah, I don't know. I, what I thought was weird with The weekend thing is, and I could be wrong about this too, but just listening to it, I remember when they were about to start, I said uh, to someone, I was like, you know, they, I, th- I feel like they just lip sync the whole thing, right? Because it's like such a big production that you really can't take that chance, and I feel like, you know, that's probably a thing they do. And then um, 
he was not lip syncing in the beginning. <laughs> he was not lip syncing in the beginning. And I knew he wasn't lip syncing because it wasn't good. <laughs> and the weekend is good. But Do you think it like switched over at some point? That's exactly what I think happened. Because mm. the end of the performance was good. And the end of the performance, he was hitting notes like he hits notes when you hear a song. Yeah. But like, look, dude, when you're running around and dancing, it's not... Like, it's hard to be good. I'm not, yeah. this isn't anything against the weekend, but it's yeah. like. But just imagine, like, going on a treadmill yeah. and, like, cranking it up and then trying to, like, sing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why, that's why they lip sync. Because the main thing of the Super Bowl, uh, look, the national anthem is supposed to be good, for, like, singing. You're supposed, yeah. nobody lip syncs the national anthem. That'd be weird. Yeah, you know? but they're not doing like the Ninja Warrior chorus yeah. while they're singing the national doing anthem. Doing fucking pull-ups trying to sing, <laughs> I only call you when it's half. It's like, dude, you can't do that. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are, dude. Especially if you're not in shape. It's impossible. So like he's singing, like the first half of the performance, you can just, t- you can hear the out-of-breathness. You can hear things. It's like understandable. But also they were like, well, I think it was lip sync. It's like, no, dude, trust me. Nobody would pre-record that. Nobody, yeah. like unless they literally were like, we want it to be lip sync but we also want it to sound authentically bad yeah. so we want a bad recording to lip sync to it's like no nobody would do that mm. and then halfway through the performance it was boom awesome and i think that corresponded with when he was like running up and down the field with all the things but it's like matt was like oh he has a message and stuff like that and like yeah i, I matt did not strike me as the target group of the weekend i was very surprised by the way he <laughs> shaved his whole beard and everything he like, oh, looks wow. he, he looks better nice i, I like the way he looks uh, what's that from? Men's Warehouse. I like the way you're, <laughs> you're gonna like look, the way you look. I'm gonna like the way you look. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way Matt looks. I, I like the way. It. <laughs> I guarantee it. But uh, he was talking. Ah, oh, Jesus. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Damn, dude. I should not have gone on that riff about Men's Warehouse. <laughs> I forgot where I was going with you, it. You you were just talking about how you you're having a conversation with Matt about it. Mm-hmm. You didn't think him as a oh key the- weekend temp- like audience. He was saying like the whole lead up because I, I I'm assuming you heard about like the whole lead up to it where he where like everybody was like yo what's going on with the weekend like everybody thought he had like plastic surgery or something like that or whatever are you familiar with that at all? Um yeah that but that was like for a music video wasn't it? I think it, no it definitely played into the performance because the last scene of the performance was him, uh, and like it was a bunch of people on the field with like completely wrapped up faces. And it wasn't like a COVID thing. It was smart. I will say this. It was smart. Well, no, he did that as like, um, did he do like the Grammys? He did like a Grammys thing where he had that whole like head wrap on like bandages with uh, blood. That must be and it. shit. And then he like did a music video where he took it off and his face was all like plastic yeah, surgery. Yeah, his face up. looked like, like he looked like he was from the mask, like the Jim yeah. Carrey mask. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, again, I got to caveat this every four minutes by saying I do fuck with the weekend. I'm just judging this one performance and just, I guess, raising a bigger conversation of when does it cross from publicity stunt to, uh, like, legit? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of things. I mean, go- he didn't actually get that plastic surgery. So it was, it was just his- Botox or some shit or like prosthetics. Oh, but like, because it's not like he got the surgery and then got it undone. Yeah, but clearly nobody's like he knew he was gonna be on the Grammys. Like, if you decidedly go get major facial surgery that's going to require you to be completely bandaged up and bleeding live on national television, that's definitely a conscious decision. You don't of go course. like, oh, fuck, I forgot. I'm yeah. on the Grammys. No, I mean, it's it's basically like his version of when, like, Lady Gaga showed up with, like, the meat dress. Mm-hmm. 
It's not like she just had that randomly in her closet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I kind of don't like that stuff. I just think it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like there, there's a difference between, to me, there's a difference between like, I don't like when something's too much like, look at me. You know what I mean? Like when somebody's trying too hard to be like, talk about me. Look at what I'm doing. Look at me. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just, it doesn't sit well with me. And, and some people are into it. I mean, yeah. but I, yeah. I don't really know much of the reason behind any of that like situation. I just kind of like saw some of the pictures and I was like, whoa, why does he look fucked up? Yeah. And then just saw it was for like a, a video or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's just like the new way of like marketing shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the, it's like the music version of like someone doing like a bit. Yeah. Or like a character on stage or some yeah. shit. You know what I mean? And there's there there are two ways to look at it because I think his whole message, according to Matt, was uh Um oh he's making he's trying to say something about like fame and how everybody in this generation is like going after fame and stuff like that and followers and shit like that. Which I can, you know, sympathize with. Like that's a that's a solid um critique of society for sure. But there also is a certain amount of irony to someone who is world famous poking at the system of of people wanting to be famous. It's like, dude, we're just trying to do what you're literally doing right now. And now you're making like a cultural, like a cultural, like, you know, thing about why it's so fucked up that people want to be famous while you're on the Super Bowl halftime show. It's like, does that not seem counterintuitive to anybody but me? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see it. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> whatever, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> look, I'll backtrack everything I just said and say, look, uh, on the other side of the argument, I'll flip the argument around and say, look, um, he has a platform, and if that's what he believes, I respect it because... Um, he, he clearly got to a point that a lot of people strive for. And maybe when he got to that point, he realized just how bogus the whole thing is. And now he's trying to present that to society. So in that case, forget everything I just said. Don't forget it. But just know that I'm thinking from both sides here. Looking at both ways. Come back to it later. Yeah, exactly. Sorry for bringing up a topic that you have no idea. Uh, I don't care. It's fine. (laughs) Maybe we'll watch it afterwards Mm -hmm. and we'll start next week off. With my thoughts on Real. the Super Bowl halftime And show. my official retraction. I get up on exactly. the phone. I'd like to apologize for my previous statements. I <laughs> was unaware of all the surrounding factors, and I spoke out of turn <laughs> in my garage. What's the, uh, what's the newest update on the stimulus? I keep seeing that they're, they keep pushing down stuff. I think they like lowered the, the income cap or whatever for receiving it are they even working on it? i thought the whole thing right now is the impeachment that's all i've been hearing there's no uh, way they're like doing nine hours a day of impeachment and then like all right guys into the other room we're gonna talk about the stimulus it's like <laughs> can you guys knock that out first please you know what i mean it's kind of like i don't know that that whole situation is just i haven't paid attention to it at all uh because it do, to me it doesn't matter anymore and i i'm surprised that like i, I just don't understand why it matters but uh, especially, like, it's one thing if he was in office, but it's like, okay, this seems like a thing we could do at any time, probably. You know, he's not in office. So it like, might even be smarter to do it, like, a couple months from now when, like, 
they have data of like because they're still going through all of like the cases of people they arrested for like the riots and shit mm-hmm. uh if they wait till like all that shit comes back to be like we prosecuted and put in jail this amount of people mm-hmm. for creating violence and da 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 like right now they just have like i guess video of everything going on they yeah. don't know like all the facts i feel like they could like just wait a little bit longer and get even better shit to mm-hmm. use on the impeachment if they want but yeah a better case it's like i feel like it's a time waster right now though Oh, absolutely. That's that's what bugs me. It's like, you know, there's people with legitimate problems that still are and 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 the bar now granted the bars are allowed to be open past 2. I mean, past like 10 now. Past that 2. That was one of the biggest things that Congress settled on this week. <laughs> I mean, that was the biggest thing for me. That was huge for me and a lot of people, honestly. Um, but uh, you know, so now the restaurants have kind of had the foot taken off them a little bit so they can kind of put people back to work, which is good. And there's a whole lot of stuff that, you know, it's a like when you think about going to a city, it's kind of an overlooked thing. But like when you go to a city to visit, you're going to do that type of stuff. Like you're going to go to cool bars that places you heard about and go see a show and do things like nobody goes to a city to sit in their hotel room. You know, it's like you go to experience a city and so much of the city is that like that's the entire cultural basis of a city is the restaurants and the bars and the venues and all the different things you can do. And so when you open that up, it's it's a lot bigger than just, oh, people can go out and get blitzed on a Friday. It's like, well, now people might start like traveling again and money starts flowing again. You know, it's it's a big thing. Um, That was I mean, so. And also, case has been going down big time. Yeah, like, I just Hogan I was talking about something today. I, I'm not hoping for people to start traveling again, mm. but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. hopefully, once like the vaccine gets more available and yeah. more people are vaccinated and shit, everything can kindly, you know, get back together and get back to normal. Hopefully, in some sense, I will be honest, dude. I saw. I was shocked. When I went out this weekend, um, just to like a happy hour or whatever, I went downtown. I'm not even going to say the names of the bars. Um, but you know how the city has like the one hour time limit? Mm-hmm. And this this goes to a broader conversation, I think. But just to lay out the, the plot here, I'm going to this bar and I walk into like the courtyard section. It's outdoors. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's a plus. But when I walked in, there was just people... It looked like a packed bar. Like it did not, if you walked in, you would not have known that COVID was a thing. You would not have known. You walked in and it was like tables were all full. People are standing at the bar, big groups of people standing around. Like I was like shocked. And then you sit down at a table and the server brings up a little sign in sheet for you. And you like sign all the names were fake. All the numbers were fake. Like they were like numbers with like six numbers and like got big Ed and like, you know, whatever. It's like, and nobody's getting kicked out after an hour. And it's like, I went to th- two bars that night and neither one of them, both situations, the, the second bar was more tame. Like there weren't people like dancing and stuff. The first bar was. The second bar, they were definitely more on top of it. Mm-hmm. But still, like they weren't enforcing the hour thing. Jeez. Which, which first of all, I just want to say, the hour thing to me almost seems counterproductive because if you think about it, it's almost increasing the amount of people that circulate through a bar. Yeah. So it, it like it increases like the spread of potential virus. Yeah. 
So it's like, I can kind of understand why they're not adhering to it. Because it's like, first of all, it's very difficult to enforce. It's also very, it's like, if somebody's sitting down at your bar and spending money and abiding by the rules and just sitting there and drinking with another person separated by six feet, and you got to kick them out after an hour so you can bring another pair of people in that might have it. And then you got to kick them out after an hour and bring another. And it's like, let's maximize the amount of people that come into every bar every night. Oh, you were just going to come to this one bar and chill until last call? No, you got to go to every bar on the strip. Yeah. So it's like, it kind of brings into, it kind of brings into play this idea that if you want people to follow rules... First of all, the rules have to be based in something. You can't make a rule just because it sounds right. And I think the hour time limit rule that Brandon Scott did was a rule that just sounded right. Like they're just, well, let's make it. People can go back out, but you gotta can only be there for an hour. And it's like you want to believe that these things are based in science or anything, but they're not. Like yeah. that is completely an ascientific, unscientific, whatever the word is, rule and regulation. And what happens is people that own businesses go, this is fucking stupid. We're not going to follow it. And so as a government, you have to walk the line of going, okay, people are listening to us because we're the government. But if we keep on saying things and telling people to do stuff that at a certain point doesn't make sense, they're going to start ignoring us. And then you delegitimize yourself. So it's like you kind of like you got you to gotta have a tight grip to a certain point. But if you – it's like that old song. Hold on loosely, but don't let go. If you cling too tightly, you're going to lose control. That's what happened to Baltimore City. Mm. They clung too tightly. And now bars are just starting to say they're going into fuck it mode. Bars are going into fuck it mode. Bringing it back around. Bringing it back around. <laughs> they're, the bars have completely gone into fuck it mode. And can you blame them? Can you blame them? It's like they're trying. They yeah. got the outdoor patio shit. They got the heaters. That I, dude, I went to fucking Riptide. And, and just in case, Riptide was not one of the bars I went to that I was talking about. But I went to Riptide when I was playing there before they... Dude, they had guys out there, construction, building up a whole thing outside with ventilators and shit. It could be thousands of dollars of investing, yeah. paying laborers. And then a week later, can't do it. Damn. It's like, dude. Well, that's like, they're they're making all these bars do all this like major construction after they've been shut down for like mm -hmm. six months. Mm -hmm. And they've had no like money coming in. It's crazy. And, and, and you know, that's the point. It's like, if the city government is smart, they will change course a little bit, I think, hopefully. They'll be like, look, because there's two ways they could go. One is a big mistake, I think, and the other way is the right way. The mistake way is saying, you guys aren't listening to the rules we put in place. Now we're cracking down again. You got to close at 10. You, you can't have people, blah, blah. They're gonna, if they do that again, that might be the turnaround where we might see people just starting to say, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. First of all, you work for us. First of all, the government works for us. At some point along the line, we lost touch with that, and the government lost touch with that, and th we kind of have this relationship with the government where, like, they tell us what to do. Yeah, they're like the teacher. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're going to get sent to the principal's office. Like, dude, we put you in office. Who are you to tell? Like, it's like, I understand, like, a certain level of law and order, but it's like, if you go beyond a certain point, especially if it's not based in anything sensical. Is sensical a word? I think so. I hope so. It sounds right. Yeah, because it does sound right. It makes sensical. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, look, like I said, 
I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. Um, but uh, it's just it's just a reality, dude. And and it really takes a certain amount of tone deafness if you're in office to not see what's going on on the on the uh, what's the word on the streets. Mm. If you're not seeing what's going on in the streets, you got to you got to have your as Nathan Kala once told me, Jimmy, you don't ha- even have a finger on the pulse of music. And I was like, dude, that was the most douchey way to say what you just tried to say ever. But you got to have your finger on the pulse of the public. Yeah. The second you take your finger off the pulse of the public, you just start saying shit and doing shit. Public's going to be like, dude, we just remembered. Fuck you. Yeah, you're corny. Yeah, <laughs> you're corny, yo. <laughs> you corny. So we'll see what happens with that. A little side away. But uh, back to what you were saying. As far as the stimulus thing, that's what we should be doing right now. Yeah. I want 1400 You guys have been talking about yeah. this since, like, what, September? Yeah. Everyone wants $1,400 in the bank account, minimum, before I hear another fucking word about any of the other shit. Yeah. You want to do that? And even that is like, okay, you put some money in our pockets for now. What does that cover? Rent for, like, a month? Maybe rent and expenses and whatever else you have. Now let's start thinking about how to distribute the vaccine faster. Let's start thinking about all these other things we could be doing to bring people back above water, getting making jobs a thing again, bringing people up, you know. Let's do all that before we sit and have this little spectacle about this. It's like, you know, and I, I almost feel like uh, that's, I mean, I, I, I'm just speaking for myself here. Like I said, I haven't been paying attention to the impeachment thing. But I feel like I just haven't seen it that big of a thing in general. Like, I haven't seen many people talking about it. It's kind of like people just kind of lost interest. Rightfully so. It's like, dude, you won. You won, you know? What are you doing here? Yeah. But also, it's like, there's not much, like, surprise because, like, that's been the thing since, I don't know, like, two or three years ago, pretty much. Yeah. Like, everyone knows all the bad shit already, and we all saw the shit go down at the Capitol. We've all like made our mind up that that shit was sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you, it's like you keep dragging it on when you could be doing better stuff. Yes, for yes. everyone. Yes, and we're that, still in a fucking pandemic. Yeah, we're still it's in fucking crazy. <laughs> I know, dude. It's like, literally people keep fucking just dropping. Today is the eleventh, almost the twelfth. It's almost been a year. Yeah, it'll be it'll be in exactly one month or a little less than a month. Or a little more than a month. A month and three days, it will be a full year since everyone went under full lockdown. Yeah. A full year. The last time I well, the last time I went to a bar before the pandemic was literally your like pre St. Patrick's Day show. Yep. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And uh did you get the text from uh Dan and Marissa that no. they might be postponing the wedding again? No. I just got Dan cracked me up with this one. It, it, Marissa, for some reason, texted me in a group chat with Dan, <laughs> and like she like it's we didn't already have one going. It'd be one yeah, thing yeah. to already have one going. Mm-hmm. It was like a new group chat. Me, Dan, Marissa, mm-hmm. text me. Hey, just want to let you know it's not final yet, but just in case, our current backup date for the wedding is August twenty seventh. And uh, then Dan replies, "Ah, oh, thanks for the heads up." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, that's funny. That's funny, dude. Oh, shit. That's beautiful. Yeah. But it's or like, you, you're playing, though, right? Too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I got to know these things, mm-hmm. you know? They got to make sure. But, like, 
you know, August. What are the fuck? The only the only thing that stuck in my head when they said that was like, fuck, I'm gonna be 29 at your wedding. God <laughs> damn it, dude! I wasn't trying to be 29 at your wedding, dude. I was trying to live it up at 28. <laughs> 28, dude. I was the trying best to be, year. I'm trying to be 28, dude. <laughs> I feel like that's so much cooler. Like we're all 28. I'm gonna be 29. You're still gonna be 28. I'm gonna be pissed off, dude. Me. You're gonna Scott, be so mature at the Mahetti. wedding, dude. Um. Well, Dan will be 29. Yeah, but Dan's getting married. Of course, he's <laughs> of gonna course be mature. He's 29. <laughs> of course, Dan is 29, dude. We're gonna roll in all in the same spot in life, except I'm gonna be a year older, a whole year older than you guys at that wedding. Exactly. You guys are gonna be sitting there like this fucking old ass man. Dude. Get the diaper. Get the diaper, Jimmy. Making the diaper. stupid dad jokes and shit. You guys are like, dude, you lost touch. You lost touch with the pulse of society. You get your pulse back on. I'm out, dude. But yeah, it it did make a difference. I mean, I'm joking, but I'm also not joking. I'm not really actually joking. I'm very upset. <laughs> like I really wanted to be 28. <laughs> If I could, I would, I would, I would stay 28, dude, if I could. 28's a good year. It's, 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 you said the Even best. Even though all the, like, it hasn't been a good year, like, technically, <laughs> it's been a good age. Oh, dude, if I was 29 dealing with all this shit, I don't even know where I'd be right now. Right? I'd be losing, because then I'd have the whole thing hanging on my head, like, dude, by the time you get to live your life again, you're going to be fucking 30. Yeah. So it's like, by the time you get to live your life again, it's over. It's over. It's over. I say that. I listen to our old podcast every now and then, and like us being like 24 and be like, dude, when we're 26, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm sure the when future, I'm, dude. Yeah, I'm sure when I'm 30, I'm gonna be like, dude, we're killing it, bro. We're For 30? It. Who's successful at 30? Everyone. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> 30 is really the, the checkpoint. It 30, really well, is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Not, not really. There not really, really is no. But I feel line. like that's when like some people start getting it together. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I mean it, it depends on what you're doing. Like I feel like for you, thirty is not a checkpoint, uh, just because oh, yeah. of the line of business you're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> thirty does seem like a major checkpoint to me, though, when it comes to, like music stuff, for sure. Mm-hmm. I would like to have something going on by the time I'm thirty. Well, it's like you, you like. Uh, phase out of like the uh like i'm the young kid i'm like the new young kid on the yeah, scene yeah yeah like 30 is officially the end of that yeah you're yeah. just like a dude now i'm a dude i'm a dude and i didn't even have great uh statistics for a young kid <laughs> but if i were if i ring into 30 with these stats no good no good but luckily we filled out we figured out the fucking cheat code today with the fucking polls dude i swear to god dude that saying if you always do what you've always done you always get what you always get you always get what you always got it's a true saying you know it's funny how like we'll post story i didn't realize how much engagement we could get on that account yeah right i didn't realize that like like you post something that actually engages people and it's like 600 people in in five hours are fucking engaging it's like I didn't know we could do that. Yeah, what the fuck? So what did I think we were doing with 9,988 followers? <laughs> we don't have a reach, dude. <laughs> Just need these likes. <laughs> Just need these likes, Just need dude. these likes on these pics. <laughs> but, I mean, that's so... I guess from this point forward, like, I've been thinking of different things. I think the definite big step, next step, is... Uh, this is... We're breaking the fourth wall now, or I am. Um, 
is uh, we pretty much have the production thing pretty close. Yeah, pretty sure. fucking close. And uh, I just think at this point it's like. Um, well, consistency is getting better with like putting out content and stuff. And I think guess is going to be a big thing at that mm-hmm. point. I think at that point, if we can get some decent profile guests in with this level of production and our level of expertise <laughs> after we've been working the grindstone, yeah, 225 fucking episodes, uh, I think that'll be the kickoff. And almost, then probably almost. Or over 5,000 hours. Easily. Of us just rambling. <laughs> Easily, dude. <laughs> Do you know how much of a mental exercise it is <laughs> to talk aimlessly without yeah. a pause? And trying to not repeat something you've said. <laughs> For the previous 5,000 hours? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it really is something else. So that's right on the corner. Um, somebody DM me today about uh, one of the people that listens to the podcast uh, said uh, she posted a thing about somebody got chlamydia in their lungs she's listening to the previous episode about the scd Ooh. test and she was saying like oh maybe they were testing you for that too but you can't get chlamydia in the lungs apparently they got it from vaping from vaping vaping how'd the chlamydia get in the vape i guess the other person was fucking uh boofing diddling jewel it? yeah I mean, that's I mean, the if only... you have gonorrhea, I can totally see that person boofing a jewel. Definitely, definitely, and all, maybe he just, maybe somebody just ate out a person with chlamydia, then hit and the then jewel, hit the, yeah, and then pass the jewel to them like Damn. a post-sex jewel pass. Which, by the way, that is one of the classic things that you always see in movies, like people bang and they smoke a cig in bed. Mm-hmm. Definitely do that. Definitely do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just the the classicness of it. You know when you do something <laughs> classic and you're like, yeah. this is so classic. Like Exactly. You know? But there is something to it. There's definitely something to it. There is sure. nothing better. And I don't know if the jewel captures it. I don't know if a post... I don't know if you bang and have this amazing section. <sighs> I don't think that works. <laughs> I think it's got to be like... <sighs> you hit the jewel. <laughs> <laughs> I think your pod's out. <laughs> you do, yeah, you fucking... Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. Yeah, vapes are kind of weird to me. Just because, like, I feel like you feel, like, the stickiness of it, like, for a couple days. Yeah. If you do it consistently, that is the one thing I'll notice, I've noticed, is that, like, whenever somebody's left a jewel at my house, which is the only times I've ever consistently been jeweling, it's like, you know, whenever, like, Mahedi would come over, he has, like, 70 of them. And he's just, like, <laughs> ha- I just have one in my pocket, he leaves, and I have one for, like, another week or two, and I just kill whatever's left. And, like, after that, after a couple days of just ripping it throughout the day, you definitely feel something going on down there. It's like you definitely, your body is like, dude, this is, like, I know we haven't had this long enough for us to, like, know that this is going to cause a problem. But I'm telling you right now, this is going to cause a problem. Yeah, take this as a warning. (laughs) You can't say that to a vapor, dude. Vapors are, they are the perfect example. No offense to vapors. I vape when I have one. If you have a vape and you're hanging out with me, I'm going to ask to hit it. No doubt. Yeah. Um, but people mistake it being healthier than smoking cigarettes, yeah. meaning, oh, it's healthy. Yes. This is good for me. Yeah, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not. not. Good like, you're literally inhaling, especially when you get those, like, off-market ones that are, like, disposable and, like, you get them at, like, a gas station. It's like, what about this makes you think it's good for you? Yeah. I know they don't think it's good for them, but they don't think it's bad for them, necessarily. They yeah. think they're, like, cheat-coding life. 
You know, you it's know. Like, it doesn't do the damage that cigarettes does. It, or does it's it? It's bad for you in a different way. <laughs> That's my question, dude. Does it not do the damage that cigarettes does? I don't think they've been around long enough to even test that. Exactly. We don't fucking know. Yeah. We've made mistakes before, dude. Like cigarettes. People smoke cigarettes for years. People smoke cigarettes. Our parents smoked cigarettes the way people jewel now. Yeah. Absolutely. In on a fucking plane in a hospital. Out to out to the bar, sitting in the yeah. bar smoking, just ripping. You people see, are just like hotboxing buildings with cigarette yeah, smoke. Yeah, and they, I mean, look, people knew that it wasn't good for you. Like this whole myth that like you go back in time and they were like, smoke, it's good for you. It's like nobody thought that. They yeah. just didn't think it was that bad. Like they didn't live forty years in the future to get lung cancer after smoking three packs a day to be like. Oh, turns out this is worse than I thought. <laughs> like, they just smoked the same way people jewel now, go through a pot or two a day, and then 40 years down the road, you don't know what's going to happen. But I tell you what, that's why I always say, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. I always say that. No one else says that. That's my saying. And it's true. When you smoke a cig, you know what you're getting. I know what goes on with this. I know what happens. I smoke one. I know I smoked it. It's on my breath. It's on my fingertips. It's on my clothes. It's in my studio. Everyone knows I smoked a cig. My body knows I smoked a cig. My body has genetically evolved to generations of people smoking cigarettes to know what this is. Oh, your dad did this. And your mom. Probably while she were, they were pregnant. Who knows? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Maybe that's a problem. Your, grandpa- <laughs> your grandparents did this. Your gra- Everybody in your bloodline did this, bro. We're prepared for this. Just keep it to a minimum. You introduce a vape pod to your system, your body is like looking through its genetic memory like, dude, what the fuck is this? Yeah, you go back to caveman mode. Did you just inhale a fog machine? Yeah. <laughs> Did you just breathe in at a fucking Motley Crue concert, yeah, really? you try to like make a connection in your brain to like, what has... I felt this pain before, but it was at a fucking weird sex orgy in fucking Bangladesh. <laughs> in Bangladesh? I don't know why it was so funny. <laughs> That's a funny country. It's just a funny country. <laughs> it's a funny country. What a great country. But yeah, um, I would say, I would say uh, if you're a current vapor, just switch to cigs. I know that's not good advice, but <laughs> <laughs> I know that's... <laughs> Sorry for the late reaction, but I was just like, it didn't even hit me until like a second after you said it. I was like, what? <laughs> but I mean it. I do mean it. I do mean it. I'm not even kidding because... They say a pod of a jewel is worth a pack of cigarettes in nicotine. Hmm. Which I guess is mathematically true. You know, obviously I would still be willing to believe that a pack of cigarettes is way less healthy for you than one pod of a jewel. Yeah, However, there's other shit in there. Yeah. But it is incredibly far harder to smoke a pack of... Uh, most people that are jewelers go through a pot a day. That's like a standard amount, which when I first heard, I was like, really? That seemed crazy to me because my only experience with jeweling before that was hitting someone else's, not really paying attention, not even... I didn't even know jewels died that quickly. I was just like, I would hit it and then eventually be like, it's out. I'd be like, probably because you were hitting it or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> I couldn't have killed that. You've probably been achieving on that for days. No, you just put that pot in at lunch today. Oh, it's weird. Like, yeah. Like... <laughs> And you just took it off the charger when yeah. you came over here? Hmm. Strange. Strange. Is it old? No, brand new, huh? Hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. But then... Get a refund. 
I saw myself going through a pot a day for like a week, and I was like, oh, this is easy. Do you know how difficult it is to smoke a pack of cigarettes in a day? Yeah, I feel like you'd throw up. It's not like I will smoke on a bad day, like today, like a podcast day where I just have something to do with my hands. Mm-hmm. What have I smoked? Three so far? Uh, Yeah, I guess. Three? Yeah. I would have to smoke 11 more. Is it, finish is, a pack. is it 20? I don't know. I, I have no clue. This is a Googleable thing. This is definitely something we can I'm just going to look at it. Oh, it's empty. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be hard. I just bought that this morning. All right, let's see. My phone blows. How many cigarettes in a pack? It doesn't have like serving size on here. <laughs> serving size. <laughs> Recommended serving size zero. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we got twenty cigarettes. Twenty cigarettes, dude. Twenty. That's I would have wild. to smoke seventeen fucking more cigs. Yeah. To get to a pack a day. Because how how long is the average person awake every day? I would like say if you sleep eight hours and sixteen hours. Sixteen hours. So you're smoking more than a cig an hour. Yeah. If you wake up and just immediately yes. smoke a cig. You are smoking one point I'm not even gonna pretend I can do this math, but I will. One point two five cigs per hour. Mm. Let's make that easier. Five cigs every four hours. From the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, you smoke your day's last cigarette. That is difficult. That's crazy. Because you have to go outside. You can't just do it inside. Yeah. Smoking cigs is difficult. And maybe that's good. I used to think that the smoking laws were ridiculous. There are still times when I wish, and I still do wish this, I think that if it's a certain type of bar, you should be allowed to get a smoking license. And, like, you should be allowed to decide as a bar if you want people to smoke in there. Yeah. You know, like, there are certain bars where it makes sense. You go to, like, an old-timey saloon, it's like, I want to drink a Budweiser and smoke a cig at the bar, dude. Give me an ashtray. You know, like, this, it's crazy. Think in the future, like, that might be a good idea for, like, a business. If you try to do, like, a throwback 90s bar where you can smoke in it, <laughs> yes, and you get, like, dude. the smoking license. Yes, dude. That would be sweet. People would, be people would like that because it's like, look, you know what you're getting. Like, you go into a bar, and it's like, hey, we're a smoking bar. Like, yeah. you don't have to. We're not going to make you smoke. Yeah. But, like, if you don't mind people smoking around you. And yeah, I guess you, that's what, like, a cigar lounge is. Yeah, it's weird how they get away with that. I don't understand. I guess because they have a smoking license. rich people. Yeah. <laughs> so, dude, we have too much money for you to tell me I can't smoke a cigar right now, dude. Yeah. Uh, it, how much for my cigar? $50. No, I don't inhale it, actually. <laughs> I just kind of like barely breathe it into my mouth and immediately spit it out. Yeah. I don't understand. And I get hammered <laughs> for like $20 a glass. Exactly, dude. That's, uh, I mean, that's, my dad's into cigars now, but like not super, in, not obnoxiously into cigars, but he's walking the line. He's definitely walking you know, the line. That's interesting. A lot of like older comedians have been getting into cigars recently. I think because Rogan smokes cigars in the podcast a that's lot. That's so funny. Yeah. Bill Burr always talks about smoking cigars. Dave Chappelle's just keeping it old school with the cigs. Do you think, like, parents listen to podcasts like that, though? I think other comedians do. Yeah, but I just mean, like, as a trend in general, like, it even dripped down to your dad. Or why did he get into cigars I recently? Think, I think there's a certain age where you get into, like, you just start to appreciate things. It's like, you know, the same way when you were getting older, you couldn't appreciate liquor. 
You know, it's like there was a time when after a night at the bars when I was like 21, 22, maybe maybe 23 or 24, I would go to 7-Eleven, get black and milds and just rip through them, inhaling disgusting like literally looking back on it, i cannot believe i would do that i would inhale black and miles and just cheat from not like maybe i go through like one throughout the night you yeah. know but that's still but you a just lot. like don't know any better yeah i'm just doing it but uh and also like when you're that young you're like oh well they sold it to me it can't be that bad yeah yeah it can't be that bad the government wouldn't let them sell this to me if it was bad for they me. They wouldn't do this to me. <laughs> I trust them. I trusted you. <laughs> but, like, it's the same way when you start drinking when you're a kid. It's like when you first drink, you don't know how to appreciate drinking. You just drink for the effect of drinking. Yeah. You know, not like a mature adult who pours a glass of... He drinks a, a bottle of whiskey at night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not like a mature adult like me... With Percocets. ...who tosses... <laughs> Three shots of warm whiskey into a plastic cup and drinks it. That's, but at the same time, it's like when we were younger, that's what we'd get a bottle of booze and just just get fucked up on it. And then it gets to a certain age where it's like, okay, we're still gonna drink, but now we know how to drink and we can appreciate. Like when you're 21, you can't appreciate a good shot. You can't appreciate a good liquor. That's why you always get brunettes and shit. It's cheap. You don't know the difference. I was explaining this to my brother about he is having a big issue with spirit airlines he yeah i was about to say it happens with everything in life where like you finally understand the reason why there's like why you shouldn't just get the cheaper thing because it's going to either break sooner or not be as good or maybe you're not even going to use it because it doesn't work as well as the upper class one yeah 100 percent, dude like literally exactly what i said to him literally i was like this is you're at an age that I got to maybe a little bit later, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like I probably would still fly spirit just because that's like my budget, you know, like, you know, but definitely when you have the means to do so, there are obvious, there's a reason why they're priced that way. Like, it's not just a a gimmick. It's not like it's better. And like, if you know, you'd like, you know, I feel like I noticed it first with food. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like once I started, like, really cooking for myself, like, every day, mm-hmm. like, at first you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to, like, get cheap stuff so I can stretch money and whatever. But then, like, when you're actually eating the food and then you actually do start splurging or getting, like, you know, more expensive produce or whatever, and then you start eating that food and you're like, oh, fuck. Yep. It was literally just the ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. what the fuck is going on? It's, it's, I was, it's the difference between getting like frozen broccoli and getting it fresh. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's when you're younger, look, every, it's, it's natural. It's part of being young. When you're younger, you think everyone thinks they're the first generation to fuck and the first generation to smoke weed and the first generation to get all drunk with their friends and stuff. It's like, no, your grandfather did this. Your grandfather probably fucked a girl in the backseat of a car. Your grandfather probably did coke a model a t times. yeah like, <laughs> your grandfather probably got blacked out and threw up in the middle of the street with his friends like you're not the first person to do this and so i went through this a lot and and it's kind of this is a theory i've been working out and uh i don't know if it holds water so let me know i think that early in life a lot of smart people wind up doing dumb shit because there's a certain type of person who's going to have the path laid out for them and follow it, right? They're going to do the things that they're told to do. 
because they're not necessarily open-minded enough to think outside that box and just do what they're told. Yeah. But then there are certain people that they're young enough to not know that that's the right way, but they're smart. They're, they're young enough to not understand why people have been doing it this way for so long, but they're smart enough to be resourceful enough to think of another way. I remember. Yeah. Well, it's like when your parents are trying to give you advice yeah. and you're like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Cause you think you know better. Yeah. You think you know better yeah. than me. Like my mom and dad didn't have any, like any, any type of relation to anything that I'm going through, you know, mm-hmm. like, like your parents weren't 21, you know, like, like I, is, I remember, Dude, when I first left my house, I legitimately thought, I just live in a fucking storage unit. Who cares? I thought about that when I was walking past Easy Storage on the way to get food in Towson. And I looked at it and I was like, I cannot believe there was a time in my life when I legitimately thought <laughs> that it wouldn't be a terrible idea to just... I was looking at the rent uh, for apartments and I was like, dude, I could rent a storage unit for like $90 a month. Save like $500 a month. And just get a live gym there. membership, use a shower. Exactly. Yeah. And that was the way I was thinking. Because I was thinking like all these other ways to go around. Like like I was figuring something out. Like no <laughs> one else had ever thought yeah. about living in a storage unit and going to shower. I was like, no, people have probably considered that. And then they realize, oh, that's retarded. Why would you do that? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get locked in or oh, no, I'm going to get caught on security camera. Someone's yeah. job is to make sure people aren't sleeping in yeah. the storage yeah. lockers. It's just, it's just, it's ridiculous. So you wind up doing stupid shit. Um, I would say probably, you know, a lot of people just do stupid shit because they're stupid. But I think you, there are people absolutely that do stupid shit because they're not stupid. And so there's like that weird line of like, you're going to do stupid shit because you're you're not just going to do what they tell you, but then you're going to have to do the stupid shit to then figure out why they were telling you that shit all along. Yeah. And that's why you get to a certain point in life like, oh, that's why they do this. That's why um, – I'm going to get back to the spirit story, by the way. I promise. But uh, that's why uh, I was always thinking like there are – like the the initial awakening of – when you first realize that, like, oh, the Bible isn't real in seventh grade, and you're like, ooh, yeah, yeah, this is, you really think this is literal? And then the second awakening is when you get to an age where you realize, yeah, it's not literal, but it's also meaningful. Like, yeah. you can look back and, and uh, like, you have to be smart enough as a kid to, to not just, you know, eat it up and regurgitate it. Then you break out of that, you graduate out of that mindset, and then you go through that rebellious stage where you think you figured out something no one else has figured out. You know, and then you get older and you realize, you know what? I kind of see what they're getting at. Same thing with Santa Claus. When you're young, they tell you Santa Claus is real. Then you figure out he's not real. And then inevitably, when you get older, you tell your kids Santa Claus is real. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because you're smart enough to figure out he's not real. And then you're smart enough to figure out when you're older, actually he kind of is. But not in the way you thought he was. Yeah. But uh, back to the original point um, with spirit... My brother goes on the website and um, he's trying to buy a ticket to like Florida or something with his girlfriend. And I guess there was some type of malfunction on the website. He tries to go through PayPal and uh, it winds up processing his card four times. Oh my God. Yeah. So it charged him four times for the tickets. So it was like. So it was the price of two Southwest tickets. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so he calls them initially and they're like, okay, we're going to issue the refund. It should take about like 14 days or whatever. And then he's like, okay, cool. So then at this point, it's been like, you know, after like 20 days, which is like yesterday, he calls back. And he's like, hey, I'm just trying to check what's going on. You guys said it'd be about two weeks and it's been about three weeks now. So I'm just trying to f- 
follow up with you. And like he's going through all the customer service shit. It's like, you know, we talked about before with that shit. It's like we, this one person picks up and then you tell them your whole spiel and they're like, oh, um, I'm going to have to transfer you to this person. And they transfer you to that person and you got to go through your whole spiel again. There's no like communication whatsoever. You just have to, you go through like three people and every single person you have to re-explain it to just long enough so they can say that they're not the person that can help you. Yeah. And so eventually it gets to a point where it's frustrating because it's like, dude, here's what I'm asking you to do. Every single person I've talked to has told me that they don't have the authorization to do the thing I'm asking them to do. I need you to put me on the line with someone who does. That's all I'm asking. I need you to put me on the line with somebody who can make that decision. And I'll be happier even if that person picked up the phone and said, yeah, I could give you a refund. I have the power to do it. But go fuck yourself. I would appreciate that more than getting batted around by a bunch of people whose ultimate answers can be can't help you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he does all this stuff, and, and eventually they keep on saying, well, you know, it says we process the refund, so you're going to have to call up PayPal and see what's going on. And my brother and I were talking, and I was like, dude, and he was saying, you know, he's smart. He's going, why should I have to call up PayPal? This is your fault. Like, I went on your website, did your shit, you fucked up, and now my money is lost in space somewhere, whether it's you guys or whether it's PayPal or whether it's something else. $400 of my money is just lost in space somewhere, and all you can tell me is figure it out? This shit. How cheap were the tickets? (laughs) I don't know, dude. I mean, I think he had like a $200 credit because he bought tickets like last year, but then they canceled it because of COVID. So he got like a $200 credit. So that was applied. I don't know how much money it was. I'm going to say three or 400. It was enough that like you wouldn't want it to just be lost in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he's, he's, and it's like, that's, that's, it's like you talk to these people. It's like, dude, how do you not feel an obligation to help me here? You know, it's like, this is clearly your company's fault. Why isn't someone on the phone being like, Mr. Celeste, I'm so sorry to hear about this. I don't really know what's going on right now, but I tell you what, we're going to, I'll have someone call up PayPal, give me your information. We'll figure it out. We'll get back to you about where your money is and we'll give you an update. And it's like, no, they're just saying, no, you do. It's like, no, I want you to call up PayPal. I want you to sit through 20 minutes of waiting time. I want you to talk to this person who says they can't help you, then kick you over to this person, then kick you over to that person, and then you have to go through the same shit I'm going through, and you fucking figure it out. Because yeah, it's because your... they're the only ones with the information on the refund. Exactly. He doesn't have that information. Exactly. And all they can give you is excuses and passing the buck. And I said exactly what you just said. This is why when you get older, you fucking take a Southwest flight. Because just like with that mic, this mic that broke last week, it's an expensive mic, and every piece of equipment I bought all of it got fried, but luckily I got good shit. So I emailed the people, talked to them, send it in, fix it, send it back, good to go. If I had bought cheaper shit, I would have been fucked. Yeah, just you have to rebuy everything. Yeah, exactly. $100 microphone, no, now I got to buy four new $100 microphones. You know, I sent this in, I shipped it into Shore, uh, you know, the Shore microphone company, and that's it. They're going to send it back fixed, you know? And that's just a lesson that you learn later in life. Yeah. And, uh, you know... Look, there's a there's a difference between uh, being broke and being cheap. If all you can afford is a Spirit Airlines ticket, which is, I guess, kind of where I'm at too, where you know, uh, then you got to. But I'm aware of it. You know, yeah. I don't expect it's like when people come into season. I remember this person, this woman comes into seasons. I'm like 19 years old behind the bar, and she asked for a martini, like a nice martini, like Grey Goose and shit, and. Uh, 
I shake it up for her and I pour it in the glass. And looking back on it, it was a, it was a solid amount. But she, of course, she's a bitch. So she's like, there's really not enough in here. Like, this is this all I get for a martini? And I was like, oh. So me being 19 years old, I was just like, I just took the bottle of Grey Goose and just <laughs> topped her off. Topped her off. Oh, shit. So here you go. And she looks at me and goes, did you just pour straight vodka into my martini? And I was like, yeah, you wanted more. And she goes, you know what? Just take it back. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay. And I felt bad. I felt bad. Lady, you're in a pizza place. Exactly. Exactly. You come into... It wasn't even renovated yet. Yeah. You come into Seasons Pizza, which at the time the bar was essentially a deli counter. Yeah. You got a 19-year-old kid who's never had a martini in his life. Yeah. He's probably drank, but it certainly wasn't martinis. (laughs) I probably drank straight vodka out of the bottle all the time, and it wasn't Grey Goose. It was probably some cheap Rickelhoff or something like that. So when I pour high-quality vodka into your martini glass, I'm thinking, hey. Wow. There you life. go. Living life. Living life. Hey, you just got more Grey Goose in your cup. And she, you know, she wants to look at a 19-year-old kid in a fucking pizza shop and go, no. It's like, well, you're the one who went out to dinner at Seasons Pizza. No <laughs> offense to Seasons Pizza, but if you're looking for a craft cocktail, might not be the spot. Yeah, if you're looking for, for good pizza, wings, and a beer definitely your spot if you're looking to have like an anniversary dinner here and it's like you get what you pay for and when i was a kid i felt guilty i was like man i really fucked that up and then as i got older i was like wait she was a fucking bitch fuck you i could not imagine going in there and looking at some fucking kid fresh out of high school and bitching him for that i would have drank the martini i mean at the end of the day too it's like it's no skin off your back it's like you know the bar gets it for cheap yeah they made it up already Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, it's no big deal. And then I get taken to the back and have my first martini. <laughs> <laughs> my first martini, which was shitty. Hell yeah, I will say it did, was wait, not. Did good. you end up drinking it? I think so. Probably. Why wouldn't I? Hell yeah. Of course I drank it. <laughs> I can't remember for sure, but I can't yeah, imagine. I got I hammered, just... <laughs> so I don't remember. Yeah. But <laughs> I walked up to her slosh. Was like, you fucking bitch, bitch, bitch. So, yeah. It was actually good. <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, I think we covered ma- most of the big stuff this week. I think so, too. Fucking the snowstorm was crazy. Mm-hmm. Again, God bless that snow shovel or the uh, brush. Yeah, you got to have them. If you don't, big time. Yeah, if you don't have a snow brush, uh, get one. Uh, yeah, I'll leave you with this one thing, little quip. I was sitting, filling up my gas, and, uh, right across the street at the Exxon, and this commercial came on that was like, during these trying times, you're living with someone who, uh, 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 once loved flame that probably starts to feel more like a roommate, and it was just very morbid commercial about, like, a breaking of a relationship, and then it was like, call Johnson's Tucker's divorce court or something like that. And it was just so weird. It was like such a morbid commercial to like, yeah, it was like not the right tone of voice for yeah. that type of commercial. It's just, it's like very depressing. Like they say ambulance chasers, ambulance chasers, or how I, I don't know how to pronounce ambul- ambulance, uh, being from Baltimore. I don't know how to say it. Is it ambulance? Amber lamps, Amber lamps. <laughs> I literally don't know how to say that word. Ambulance. Th- ambulance. That's how I know I should say it, but I always want to say ambulance. Ambulance. That darn, damn, old ambulance. Ambulance. 
<laughs> I don't know how to fucking say it. But uh, it's those people and just the way that they just dug into that whole, like, you're probably miserable and wanting to end your marriage. And, like, there was just something so distasteful about it. That it's just, on, like, gas station TV. Yeah, it just stuck <laughs> with me, dude. It, it, I have no more to say about that. <laughs> I feel like usually I've only seen, like, weird weather like channels yeah. that I've never seen on real TV. Yeah, yeah. And then just like ads for yeah. Comcast if or something. If you're some at shit. the Exxon in Lutherville, you probably want to end your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> you came to the far gas station so you could have a little more me time. <laughs> and we know you want to end that shit with that bitch. Let me guess. You just got a Bang Energy and a Peppermint Patty. <laughs> you hate your wife. <laughs> Let me guess. You haven't made your bed once this week. <laughs> and you still wish she was out of it. Call up Johnson and Tucker's whatever. It's important that I said that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. What else we got? Uh, I'll just we can drop yeah, plugs or whatever. At Eric Glazer. Um I was on a our buddy Chris Hudson's podcast earlier tonight. Nice. I think that's coming out on Monday. What's it called? Uh, Coffee Sip Coffee Podcast. Sip. Cool. I think it's on Spotify. It's on like everything, I'm pretty sure. What's I feel it like about? most podcasts are on everything. Yeah, I'd imagine. Um, so I think his show, he does like kind of like an intro every week uh, for like, you know, five, ten minutes, and then he'll bring on a guest mm-hmm. and then just talk about coffee and then wherever the conversation goes from there. How did that uh, go with? How did that go today? It was fun. I yeah. feel like maybe I bombed it because like uh, I don't like, I don't really drink coffee for like the taste. Yeah. So then we got into that, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess I don't know. Should I be on a coffee podcast? Yeah. The podcast sucks, bro. <laughs> no, no, it was no, a fun no. podcast. No, yeah, Chris is a good guy, but it is funny. Like, but yeah, a coffee podcast. You're just like, I don't care. Yeah. Don't care. We talked about how bad the coffee is at work. <laughs> there you I was go. Like, and that's the only coffee I really drink. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's. I mean, that's an honest perspective. It's good. Chris, Chris likes picking those niche, niche uh, podcast topics. I think mm-hmm. he had one. He was cereal. Uh, yeah, his brainchild with Beth Hayden. I think. Yeah. Before he left, but yeah, I remember thinking like, uh, I didn't know there were that many cereals. There's a lot of cereals. There's a lot of cereals. Yeah. But uh, I'd be impressed. But uh, Coffee Sip Podcast, is that, like, what is that on Instagram? Like, um, at I think Coffee it's Sip at Pod. Coffee Sip Pod, probably. Perfect. Perfect. So, yeah, check that out Monday, and uh, go give that a like or a subscribe. Hell, yeah. Um, let's see. This weekend, folks, I actually have something. It's a toss-up now. Every other week, I actually have something to say. Um, this weekend on Valentine's Day, which is a Sunday, so not Side Chick Saturday, um, Sunday, February 14th, I'll be at Ampersy in Fells Point from 8 to 10. If you're looking for me, I'll be the guy standing on the dock in the freezing cold between two heaters, not knowing where my hands are. <laughs> but uh, hopefully you bring your little dove bird out and uh, I'll play you a song. Um, maybe. if I, I'll try to play you a song. <laughs> If it's not too cold, yeah, just keep bringing me more of that warm apple cider shit they have because yeah, that's should... some hand warmers. Yes, bring me some hand warmers. You should me... get you should get some hand warmers to hold on to in between sets. There's a lot of things I should get, dude. There's a lot of things I should get that I promise you I will not have at this game. <laughs> as much as I know I should, I will probably show up underdressed and overpaid. Thank you, Ampersy. I appreciate that, of course. 
Um, so that's eight to ten on Valentine's Day. Other than that, um, it's at Jimmy Celeste on everything. Other than that, LFTS podcast across the board. Stay tuned uh, for our Instagram stories. We're gonna come at you with new stuff. Maybe yeah, it might even be polls. a poll. Maybe some more polls. Or maybe not. <laughs> hey, more polls, more something. Hey, I spoke too soon. <laughs> hey, there'll be some polls. <laughs> but uh, they'll probably, if going at this rate, we'll come up with a new idea in four years. But for now, Perfect. polls uh, and fo- please follow us on YouTube. And by following me, subscribe. And uh, I'm not even going to say the rest of this typical click the notification bell. Um, ding. Ding. Because apparently the subscribe button doesn't mean. Just, uh, but definitely subscribe because we are putting out <laughs> videos with sweet. Only twenty percent of our viewers subscribe, so go ahead and go down to that button, <laughs> click like, hit the bell notification to get updates of when I post a new video. Mm-hmm. And we're having a contest. Yeah, if anyone posts the N word in the comment section, <laughs> <laughs> we are having a free shirt giveaway for the first person to comment the N word in the comments. I will give you one of my shirts. It won't be podcast related. It'll just be a shirt that I frequently wear. I will do it. I will mail it to you. <laughs> I'm really good at post-its now. Um, yeah, that's it for this week. Peace. Peace. <laughs>